click, pay, and download instantly. Welcome to the podcast. It is the Riot Podcast. Hello, hello. Welcome to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow uh, is a big day. I'm just going <laughs> to jump right to that now because Nikki is going to be out. Tomorrow. Don't panic. No one panic. I'm just out for tomorrow. <laughs> panic. Yeah. Panic. Oh, it's Everybody so five panic. alarm fire. Everybody would always panic. They're like, is something wrong? And you're yeah. like, I'm just taking the day yeah. off. I don't get to take many days right. off. But you're I'm so glad right. Isaiah is here. It doesn't matter how many times we say right now, <laughs> leading up to, and then during the show tomorrow, People will panic. Nikki is okay. She will be back. She's not sick. <laughs> She, this is a scheduled absence. That's right. And people do this. Pro- I don't know if people care about me enough yet, but maybe oh, they will. maybe they'll worry on Friday and Monday as oh, well. Oh, they're excited for you because you're going on vacation. Yeah, so you're like, right. For We've me, talked just, about that so much. I just have the day off doing something Still, else. Still, it'll so. be surprising how much, yeah. how much people will probably <laughs> be. Yeah, where's Nikki? Where's I took one time I went on a... It was a trip. I had two weeks off and I just didn't tell a lot of people where I was going. And people thought I went into rehab. Like, everybody <laughs> what? was so what? worried. They, like, what? they were so concerned. I'm like, guys, I'm just on a vacation. And yeah. they're like, no, no, it must be something dire because you Pe- won't say. People get yeah. very attached for <laughs> certain do. things. So don't worry yeah. about it tomorrow. But Isaiah will be filling in for me, which I really, really appreciate. So we, we talked uh, briefly with Isaiah about like filling in tomorrow, but... Nikki, I don't think we asked, do you have any words of wisdom for Isaiah, especially for how to deal with me? Uh, <laughs> Maybe something I need to hear while we're at it. No, I think the hardest thing when you're like to kind of pull back the curtain, the hardest thing is who introduces the song uh-huh. and like when do you end a break? Yeah. So yeah. I think as long as you guys between the two of you know like uh, who's going to introduce the song, I mm-hmm. guess uh, people are always fascinated that we, you know, intro the song right when it starts singing. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, Hudson's fantastic, too, so just Aww. don't make it all sports, and you guys will be fine. <laughs> that's not the plan or anything. Yeah. The, uh, I feel that's a good point. Sports I might be, uh, and food. Yeah. I might be out of practice on getting nailing this, the board-opping part of oh, it, because yeah, I gonna haven't done board. that for so long. Yeah, you'll, it's like a bicycle. This will be an exciting yeah. day. You guys yeah. are going to have some fun. <laughs> We're just going to wind up talking for 20 minutes straight, because yeah. I forget how everything works. Because no one knows how to intro the song. I, just, like, I, don't, I don't know how to do it. I don't know which button I keep pressing the buttons and nothing's happening. Well, let's not spoil any more surprises for tomorrow and it's a two hour long podcast you can expect tomorrow (laughs) with two breaks. Let's let's spoil what's in the podcast today. What is it? So the first thing that I thought was really interesting is you pretty much can just cancel your gym membership because why would you go to the gym when you can just game all day, you're right. And burn calories the old fashioned way. That's Mm -hmm. right. You you we found a study that basically says. Uh, gaming is just as good exercise as doing sit-ups. 
Or at least it burns as many calories. Wow, I don't know if it builds as much muscle throughout your body. I, I think it depends on how many sit-ups you're doing. I still feel there's a bit of a flaw in <laughs> yeah. this before we go all canceling the membership. Well, with sit-ups, you hit a point of diminishing return. True. So you're true. gaming, you just go on endlessly. You're always going to be burning calories, That's right. right? So listen up. I know people's ears perked up. They're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You should, uh, what you can do is you can take this study and show it to uh, your gym class, your PE at oh, school. Cra- yeah. Cra- yeah. <laughs> you can take it like you were summer, you're doing summer school. Yeah. <laughs> we also talked about some of the best restrooms, two, two actually, the best restrooms and best peanut butters mm. pretty much across all of them. Not related. Not, Not related. related. Oh, oh. oh, okay. After this, I have to show you a TikTok and you're going to die because of the topic, but just remind me when we're done with this. Okay. I have to show this TikTok. I have to show someone how gross this TikTok is. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Just remind me. Okay. okay. Also, speaking of gross TikToks, a woman claims she ate a live bug mm-hmm. in her Chipotle and did a whole TikTok on it, but you guys are pretty convinced. I am not as convinced. You think it's fake? I think it's fake. Oh, you do? I just I, think everything on TikTok is so yeah. fake. I know, so but she doesn't believe. seem like she's a liar. But oh. it's, it's, it's easy to not trust her, but it's also so easy to believe that Chipotle would let yeah, a bug I in. Know. It is such a believable <laughs> story. Be a she's lucky it wasn't a rat yeah. or yeah. E. coli. Yeah. <laughs> you know, something that could actually did, make her sick. Did you eat the norovirus bug? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll we'll let you guys listen, and then you tell us what you think, if any, if it's true or not, or if you feel like she's lying. Mm-hmm. If you text us and say hi, 877-2-RADIO-U, and of course, for tomorrow, say hi to Isaiah, because he'll be filling in. Mm-hmm. Send in your questions uh, ahead of time, because mm-hmm. we're going to... We said in the show today, it's like it's like a first date. That's We're just right. going to get to know it's Isaiah beautiful. a little bit. Aww. Yeah, it you is. You guys We're, have fun, okay? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good time. And also, don't forget to leave your reviews, your nice reviews, and uh, unsubscribe, and then resubscribe to mm-hmm. push us up the rankings and help us reach conquer the world. <laughs> thanks, guys. Well, thanks. It was bad enough the first time around, but now it's worse. Don't believe us? Just keep listening. You'll find out soon enough. This is the Worst of the Riot Podcast. Uh, maybe I could stop in at the Loco Drive-In, because that's in Loudon, Tennessee. It just opened. Uh-huh. And what's special about the Loco Drive-In, it is the first drive-in theater in the U.S. that you can go during the day. How does that work? Wouldn't, uh, the, wouldn't the sun keep you from seeing the screen? Yeah, you, you know, you would think, but they've... Mastered a technology that uh, doesn't seem to be a new technology exactly because we've all like, OK, if you go to the uh, a baseball game outdoors oh, sure. and it's sunny, somehow they still manage to get the video board up and running yeah, you're and right. you can still see what's going on on there. Well, for this, I guess they're using a similar technology, uh, 35 foot by 63 foot LED video screen. They call it the Locotron. Oh, it has a nickname. It uses <laughs> Samsung technology to display a 4K picture. So nice. uh, how many movie theaters are doing 4K? I don't this know. This one's outdoors and it's doing 4K. Ours can't even do the um, the drive-in. Like, it can't even do the parking lot. <laughs> no, so. you can barely. It could be pitch black. <laughs> it could you, be the only light for miles. 
and you'd still be struggling to make out what's going on. I, I knew our theater was special when it had the one showing, and I was watching, and it had flies in the projector uh-huh. area, so they were flying around the light, and it was just you could see Ooh, them in the whole what movie. What a cool effect! Oh no, it wasn't. It it's wasn't like supposed a, to happen. It's like a sparkle going off in the background, or yeah, something. It, it was not. It was screamed, it like reflecting off of them, or it screamed dirty, <laughs> very, very, very dirty. How do you get in and clean that? You can't. They were just. Uh, Attracted and they were outside of the projector room, but they were oh, all right there. Yeah. Oh, that's that's wonderful. Now you wonderful. could still get this since this is an outdoor movie theater. You still could get that's bugs. still possible. But it sounds that um, because it is not a projector like mm-hmm. basically every other movie theater, oh, I think that might fine. be the key that it's not a projector. It's just a big screen. So uh, one that means. No bugs. I mean, you know, you wouldn't see them because it's not a projector. So sure. that's that's definitely one problem they've solved. And then the other one is that you can watch it during the day if you want. That's cool. So the Loco Drive-In, that's a neat idea. You could go to a drive-in during the daytime. 400 cars, uh, speakers so that customers don't need to, they say, dial in radios for audio. Yeah. And that's what they're doing. They like the like nostalgia part, of the drive-in part, but yeah. they want it to be modern like a traditional movie theater. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's like, told the loco drive-in though because i mean i like the idea and if if it's a drive-in that works at night Mm -hmm. where you can actually really see it that is potentially more appealing than the typical or yeah typical drive-in or the typical movie theater the issue is is anybody told them people don't really go to movies during the day you know like Uh, or is right. that just a way they're promoting themselves? Wow, uh, Hudson, you're just so close-minded. <laughs> we can, too. <laughs> the, only, the reason that people weren't going to the drive-in during the day, fine, yes, it technologically just wasn't feasible. Wasn't but darkness. also, people weren't really going to uh, regular theaters during the day either. That's pretty All right, I have your concern noted down. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just have to see how well it does for if we'd them. We'd like to relay that to them, but I don't want to kill their... Uh, t- Kill their enthusiasm because again, <laughs> if it works at night, I'm all in, baby. That could be good. Hudson sees the glass is half empty, but get this: he thinks a glass half empty is good. The riot radio. You good news for all of us. Mm-hmm. Turns out we are burning a bit more calories, living a bit of a healthier lifestyle than you might have thought. Oh, what are we doing? We're playing video games. Hey. And that's good. Even if it's just a mobile game. <laughs> uh, Look at my slim fingers, Hudson. You know, they didn't mention whether the people were specifically playing on a console or well, not. I, I just so. want to make sure. Is this mobile gaming, console gaming? Is it like Beat Saber? All that stuff. Uh, in this specific instance, it is FIFA and Call of Duty Warzone. And I don't, again, I think you can play some of those uh, on your phone. So maybe it's possible if if it's on your phone. You're sitting down. That's console gaming. It's just the uh, intensity of it, I think, is what winds up burning the calories. So this is uh, done by game platform Skatester. So obviously they're unbiased. But they've revealed (laughs) in their new study that two hours of gameplay uh, is about equal to doing a thousand sit-ups. No. Yeah. No way. Who's doing a thousand sit-ups? I know. Or and who's only gaming for two hours? Maybe we're looking at this all the wrong way. Maybe 
a thousand sit-ups is a lot less uh, work than we thought. Oh yeah, and even that try. we're not even doing. So maybe we really need to have a harsh look at ourselves. So it looks like they had volunteer gamers who were hooked up to smart devices who tracked their heart rate and energy while playing two games, and mm-hmm. that led to finding out. Uh, If you actually burn any calories while you're gaming. Yep. And uh, what they found was for the male gamers, they burned about 210 calories for an hour of gameplay where women burned about 236. Mm. And that is comparable to about, uh, well, if you do that for two hours, then that equals out to about a thousand sit-ups. So there's a so, couple of things to remember. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes if you're a snacker while you're playing a game, <laughs> then you you're could, canceling it right out. You can cancel it you're right out. You're replacing all of those calories <laughs> and then some, that's for sure. And what if you're like uh, like me, I'm a, a lazy gamer where like say I'm playing Animal Crossing. Uh-huh. Uh, I could sit up and put the switch on the TV, uh-huh. but instead I'm laying down, mm. laying it in bed. They don't specify. I don't know, it, and it doesn't have any energy to it. Like, my heart rate isn't going yeah. up at all. Right. So I don't know. It, it might depend on the game and how you're gaming. Yeah, I think uh, Animal Crossing might not be quite the same, maybe. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's definitely not. For the laying down, they they what do they say? You burn a bunch of calories in your sleep, right? I, yeah, only so, if, you, if you, you reach sleep thing. I'm not sleeping though. Well, I mean, you're always burning calories. You could look at it that way. <laughs> That's true. That's you're a burning good point. calories just to live. <laughs> so we're really, exercising right now. I'm not really walking around the island. <laughs> so I don't know. But that's cool. Yeah, if you do any gaming and your heart rate goes up or you wear your smart watch. Uh, or smart device, um, mm-hmm. you know, see what you're burning. Yeah, I, uh, I guess this is now can be an excuse at the very least. I love when studies like this come out because if somebody criticizes, like, why are you playing that video game all day long? You're working out. You can be, yeah, I'm, I'm burning calories. Hello. Oh, my gosh. If you did that and had two to three cups of coffee, you'd, oh. be, you'd be hitting all the studies we do. The, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you'd be preventing cancer yeah, and-, and causing cancer, oh, no. but at least you... <laughs> At least you'd also be burning calories in the process. It's a thing. You just have to figure out what works well for you. Yeah, you just cherry pick the studies that match up with what you want to do with your life. We found a few a long time ago that said being a radio radio personality makes you well-liked and very happy, and we've still been going with it. That's how that goes. The riot promise is that they'll always have an opinion on everything they talk about. But that doesn't mean any of their opinions will make sense. This is The Riot on Radio U. A South Carolina man who was arrested and is now in custody in Oconee County, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Gary Chase Coble Jr. Uh-oh, they're giving all of his names. Yeah, <laughs> means he's in trouble. that means he's in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did something. <laughs> his uh, his his crime: stealing a horse and hiding it in his bedroom. Oh, how, wait! How old is the guy? Um, I don't have an age, but he doesn't it feel like it's a kid. It does. He just wanted the horse. Yeah. <laughs> he, just wanted he just wanted a pony. He just wanted a pony. Well, he's uh, he seems to be a full grown man. I mean, he's got a beard. So. Why did he want to steal the horse? And why? Why in his bedroom? Why? I, you know, oh, oh. I wish I had an answer for the why. Yeah, I really don't. Oh, well, this. So they say they opened the when authorities came. Uh-huh. Uh The <laughs> they saw horse uh, number two uh-huh. horse poop in the living room and uh, the Just guy. Say it. It was feces. I, I hate the that word. I don't like the f word. It might have been diarrhea for <laughs> oh, all we know. Oh, no. 
no, he made it worse. He absolutely made it worse. So then they they thought at that point the horse was in the house. Yeah, well, that's usually a giveaway. <laughs> that's usually sure. the only way for horse yeah. droppings to get somewhere so is if the horse is there also. Then they noticed the horse standing in the middle of the bedroom, uh, and uh, they say that the horse appeared to be calm. I like and- that they made that distinction. <laughs> they did. Like, it wasn't traumatized or anything. No. It was just happy to be in the house. The horse was, yeah, maybe it just liked the shelter. Yeah. I like I, I like the just the initial um, report just starts off with a woman saw the guy riding a horse down the road and let it inside a house. I, it just sounds like this is 2021. It sounds like it's 1821. <laughs> well, you know, who are we to say if... Um, why would you let one animal in but say no to the other? Sure. You know, well, bring the house, the, the horse into the house. The size is one thing. Also, <laughs> the droppings is yeah. another. If he doesn't have a problem with it. I, I, I He also, uh, so he's actually been charged. He's charged with larceny of livestock. Mm. Uh, petite, uh, petite larceny? Is that? What is that? I don't know. Uh, burglary, malicious injuries to animals or personal property. And I... I so I would like to hear him go to jail in his first night. And they're like, what are you in for? Oh, yeah, you better not say. Just <laughs> La- go and say murder. Make, make, yeah. <laughs> you need to be tougher than that. Not, not larceny of livestock. Don't lead with <laughs> that one. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Like, you stole a it's horse. just a little smaller. <laughs> I guess I was more focused on the fact that he had the horse in the house, which wasn't really the uh, the the felony or like the part he was getting yeah. arrested for. You don't get he stole ex- the horse. You don't get an extra charge for having the horse in the house. You don't. You can have it anywhere, but <laughs> stealing it is the wrong part. It's also funny too because uh, if you read on, his dad. Uh, I guess it was his dad's house, mm-hmm. and so his dad said he wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I guess. if he, He's trying to make a living rustling a horse in South Carolina. Was don't tr- know if there's big business in that. I don't know. Was he trying to sell it, or did he just, like, that was his friend, and he's like, here, come live with me? <laughs> I don't, I don't know, even want to you know. know. It probably all of it wasn't all that thought through. He's just... <laughs> For the moment, he, stealing? Yeah, maybe he took a substance and then saw the horse, and it's just like, let's see what happens. <laughs> I love you, horse. Come on, come on home. (laughs) If they keep talking long enough, they're bound to say something that you agree with. The Riot with Hudson and Nikki on Radio U. Uh, I have here a ranking of the top peanut butter brands in the U.S. Ooh, there's a a list for that? There's There's a a list list. for everything. There is. Of course there is. And this one, but it's not just... uh, uh, it's scientific, let's put it that way, because it's a, an official survey conducted by Mashed. They uh, pulled 603 people, and they wanted to find out. They wanted people to rank the top peanut butters. Uh, coming in in first place, uh, just take a guess. Um, <laughs> Kirkland. <laughs> Costco Kirkland brand. Mm, I think we know which one Nikki prefers. <laughs> well, no, it's not that I prefer, but I just shop at Costco mostly. So uh-huh. you're kind of getting what you get. <laughs> <laughs> 
They, you don't think they have other brands, though? Uh, they do, but that's not where the value lies. Uh, it, no, that's where the most value lies. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. You, you, the Kirkland is already cheap, but you get uh, a good, like, you get a 24-pack of Jif, oh, yeah, and you're going to save a lot compared to the regular retail price at but Kroger. I don't know if this is how it is at Sam's Club, but if you buy in, like, bulk stuff, yeah. you realize, like, the Kirkland peanut butter, uh-huh. it's probably made by a main company anyways, uh-huh. so they're like, oh, it probably least Jeff anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I think we all assume that, right? It's made by someone else. It's more of a name. Uh, that's something that's important about growing up is you realize that in many cases, the store brands are just literally pa- made in the same package. Yeah, with, the yeah. exact same uh, packaging plant or whatever is the other stuff. And it's just a different label on there. Well, Jif is the number one. Jif. Okay. Well, what's the other one? Okay. Jif was number one by a long shot. They had 38% of the vote coming in at number two was Skippy Mm -hmm. at about 23%. Then Peter Pan was third, 15% and Smuckers, uh, you can get Smucker's peanut butter. Oh, don't they do the jelly? Doesn't does yeah, they it, definitely do jelly. It makes sense if they branched and, into peanut uh, butter. Uncrustables. Oh yeah. So I guess they should be able to uh, put peanut butter together. And uh, if you are curious about, I guess these are the only other three they ranked. Justin's, I've never heard of. That was uh, next at six percent. Is that the one that always makes the uh, healthy like peanut butter cup alternatives? Uh, well. You know who doesn't know about healthy peanut butter cup alternatives? <laughs> Is that you? This guy. Okay, well, I just I was just asking it out loud. Uh, Reese's was at four and a half percent, which is surprising. But then again, I wonder if this is just the sheer amount of people that have had GIF versus mm-hmm. for Reese's. A lot of people probably don't even know you can buy it. Yeah. And I've had the Reese's peanut butter in the jar. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not like you get in the Reese's cup. And finally, last place, Planters. 2.8%. Well, that's disappointing numbers coming yeah. in for planters' peanuts. I know. You'd think they would know peanuts, <laughs> right? But maybe people are thinking that the peanut butter would be kind of bland because yeah. they just think of planters with regular peanuts, even though there's a whole world of planters' peanuts you don't even know about. They've got well, the honey a, rusted. There's a whole uh, honey... world of other um, nut alternatives yeah. to where I don't even need peanut butter. <laughs> oh, you always need peanut butter. We can do almond butter, cashew butter. But none will fill the peanut-shaped hole You in can have heart. butter butter. <laughs> See how that goes with jelly. <laughs> Does anybody else put it's butter, a good fat. butter on their peanut butter sandwiches? Oh, I know people who do that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. My grandma used to do that, and I always thought it was, she used to because she died. And <laughs> I don't think one equals the other. <laughs> well, she's not doing it anymore. I know, but she didn't die because she put peanut butter <laughs> and butter together. No. Okay, yes, they're not connected. Uh, but she used like to do that. that, and I always thought that was... I don't know. I didn't hate it, but it was always like, it feels like a little much. Well, I think uh, your grandparents were always like, yeah, just put a little butter on it. Yeah. that's They just did that with everything. Yeah. It was just get, how you- Add a few more calories in, fatten you up. How, how you did that. <laughs> it, it was to get you ready for the winter weight. Maybe it is why she died. Aww. <laughs> the Riot Podcast. Radio View. Have you seen, Nikki, uh, the pictures of the food from SoFi Stadium over the weekend? I'm not. SoFi Stadium is the, it was opened last year. It is the big, brand new football stadium in Los Angeles. Yeah. It is home to both the Chargers and the Rams from the NFL. And they played each other in a preseason game over the weekend. And people were tweeting out, 
the food option pictures that you can that you can get if you go to SoFi Stadium. <laughs> And uh, you have to see the pictures because what is that? They are is that a well, focaccia or is that supposed to be pizza? Really? That is a fifteen dollars slice no, of pizza. That that's fi- awful. Fifteen dollars. What's for, the hot dog? Uh, what is any of it? If you look at it, so what we have pictured here from this guy is he's got the pizza, which appears to be. Like it's a thick crust pizza. Think uh, Detroit style. Yeah, I don't. But I don't that's, think that's that. Detroit should be insulted by me even <laughs> saying that because I mean that's just the crust style. But then it's just got like a thin coating of some very suspicious looking tomato sauce, and then some chunks of what I guess you would call basil. Yeah, and literally is that garlic? Two or three. That's cheese. Oh boy. I think that is cheese. It looks it's literally two or three little tiny chunks of mozzarella. It kind of looks like uh, salsa on it because it's so watery. Yeah, <laughs> and there and it's clearly uh, like the cheese isn't melted, so the cheese it hasn't been baked. Oh, it's not enough to melt it. No. There's not enough cheese on it. Yeah. Basically, they're just saying over the weekend um, for the stadium that it became trending with how bad the food is there, with how expensive it still yeah. is. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it'd be one thing for a fifteen dollars slice of pizza. It's another thing when you get a fifteen dollars slice of pizza and it looks like it does in these pictures. <laughs> and then, so you go on, you see the hot dog, which uh, I mean, you know, if you're talking fifteen dollars for a slice of pizza, I think it's safe to assume all of these things are 10 to 15 dollars at least yeah this hot dog it's plain 100 plain and the hot dog is well, did you see what the guy wrote about it what's that shriveled up like earthworms like in an the earthworm sun. in the sun yes <laughs> <laughs> that's about right it's, it almost looks plastic <laughs> it, it does it's got a glisten to it that you could only expect from either well, maybe it's that one style of hot dog where it crunches it has like that crispy dog yeah maybe that's it but uh, it, it looks burnt like it's been it looks yeah. like it was made days ago and then burnt yep and it's just been sitting there drying out ever since and then the, so the veggie burger and the the burger sub are both inexplicably on hot dog buns <laughs> saving money they <laughs> are not you order one option <laughs> and just order all of it and then so there's a little bit of burger that does not look appetizing at all and then two long slices of the cheapest american cheese you can imagine <laughs> and then they, to be fair they do give you so many crinkle cut pickles and they are very thickly cut oh, look at so that. at least you get your money's worth in pickles that's too bad about the it's it's like if you ever get a hamburger or something and, and they don't heat up the cheese on it yeah so they just rip that's off the craft single that is upsetting <laughs> when you when you go somewhere and that's the case where the bur- and the and it's really sad when the burger's not even hot enough to, I melt, know, to melt the, the cheese. cheese then you well, this one, it, it trends because if you go to a lot of stadiums, they pride themselves sometimes on having unique foods yeah. and it's expensive, but you're supposed to go and it's like gourmet right. and fun. This is just, that's expensive and ugly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the, one bad looking food. Usually you, you have at least a kind of a baseline expectation of what you're going to get at any kind of sports stadium. Yes, you're going to pay way too much, but at least it's, <laughs> it's, it's good, edible. Yeah. Like it, it's junk food and it's not healthy for you. But at least it, it looks good. And this these, if you eat with your eyes, you're not even touching these. So this is the SoFi Stadium. So uh, maybe uh, bring something from home if you're going to a Rams game this wow, year. That's hard, though. Then you got to sneak it in. And they're really looking now. Yeah. Pre, so pregame. <laughs> pregame with the. Eat before you go in. Get your nachos and uh, pizza in the parking lot <laughs> first it. from the street vendors. <laughs>
<laughs> they might have rats, but they will at least give you food that they looks satisfying. Stuff in your mouth before you go in. They're like, "What's the matter? Like, you I don't understand. I can't. I cannot eat inside." I've seen the pictures. I know what goes on in this place. <laughs> Everything you love about the riot, plus a handy dandy fast forward option. This is the worst of the riot podcast. In the vote for America's best. Restroom. Uh, you know, there's one restaurant like two roads over uh-huh. um, that had. I did know there's a restaurant two well, roads over. All right, <laughs> that has a bathroom that won one of those awards. Did I don't it, think really? it, I don't think it was like the top Not one. Not this one. I think it, no. I think it was uh, it, maybe the same competition, but I think it got like second place or something. Wow. Because I remember going in there once, uh, and it was like, hey, there's a big plaque on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they were very proud of it. Wouldn't you hate though to I, like if you saw that plaque? That's just raising your expectations, and then you see one little shred of toilet paper on the ground. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> they got second place for this. Well, the the food had gone downhill, so your your wonder was like, are you putting too much effort into there yeah. and not into there. You're you're boasting about your bathroom, but you need to give somebody people something to eat yeah. on the way to the bathroom. So there's a list of the. Well, best. you're not supposed to crap where you eat. They say. So. Oh well, now that's attractive. <laughs> Thank you, Hudson. Cintas <laughs> is the company, you know, with the white truck. Classy. Yeah, uh, and they they do a. I don't know if it's yearly or what. But they do a competition for America's Best Restroom, and they just revealed the 10 finalists for you to vote on now. And uh, you can do that through the end of August 20th. Oh, and then they'll announce the And then they'll the announce winner. the actual winner. I see. I wonder if anybody's actually been to all 10 of these. I'm going to say probably not. I think the question is, has anybody been to any, any of these? Any of them. Well, one <laughs> is... Uh, stop me if you hear one that sounds familiar, someone. Okay. Core 24 GVL Gym in Greenville, South Carolina. Nope. The Fancy Flush Portable Toilet in Santa Rosa, California. Well, no, that, that's worth a Google search yeah, right there. I you have see to wonder that about that. Like. Uh, JFK's Airport Terminal 4 in oh. New York. Very specific. Uh, I'm, I'm surprised that any airport bathroom is... On would be anywhere near the top. Well, it's a trick. No one goes out of Terminal 4, <laughs> so that's why it's so nice. It's the brand new one that hasn't been opened yeah. yet. Uh, Nan Tai Fine Dining in Atlanta, the Planet World Museum in Washington, D.C., the Pump House in Kannapolis, North Carolina, the Fed Community Restaurant in Clarkston, Michigan, Two Cities Pizza in Cincinnati, and... The restroom at William S. Craycraft Park in Mission Viejo, California. Those are your finalists. Been to none. Been to Mission Viejo a lot, but really? been, to, been to not that place. I've not been to <laughs> any of park? these. I've never been to JK, JFK. That's a park restroom? That's uh, yeah. normally you not, know, not what we go into. Sometimes if they've got maybe good security uh, and no. a really dedicated custodian, <laughs> then... <laughs> Really puts pride in the bathroom. Yeah, he t- <laughs> William A. S. Craycraft himself takes care of that park restroom. Well, good. I, yeah, I think this could be. Why is this just an internet poll? This should be a TV show. Oh, to go a reality oh, show that would be awesome to Wouldn't show you each be? place. Would you not watch it's a like, show about America's next best restroom? Oh, I totally would. Actually, I'd watch the ones about the worst ones. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it'd be like House Hunters, uh-huh. but not, but like Toilet Hunters. Yep. And voting is open through the twentieth. If you're interested in pretending like you know which one is nice and voting for it, why do I feel that if this was a TV show, a reality show, Guy Fieri would be a great host. 
He <laughs> looks, he would be. Yeah, he looks like a guy that knows a good bathroom no, when he sees it. Who was the one on Discovery um, who did the dirty job? Oh, yeah, show. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe, he'd be yeah. great for it. Yeah! <laughs> you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live. Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the riot podcast. How does this sound for you? Uh, a Nerf gun for your cat. Okay. Do you shoot Nerf the little Nerf things at it? Or uh, yeah, you do. Although I, 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 when I first saw a Nerf gun for your cat, I kind of thought maybe that's so the cat can shoot you, <laughs> and that would be that would be something. Now that would get my attention. Uh, no, it's the one that shoots. Uh, is it the catnip stuff? Yeah, yeah it's like those okay. little uh, little discs. Yeah, it's a little pistol. I guess you could say. A Nerf pistol, and it would have, if it was for a human, uh, it would have the little discs that go in and load at the top. But instead, uh, since it's for cats, those discs are made out of catnip. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you shoot sh- it at your cat. Yeah, and then it's a good way to, I guess, get your cat up and active. It even has uh, a built-in laser pointer so so you can have deadly accuracy. Now, that is actually more entertaining for the cats because yeah. they love laser pointers. Probably. You, yeah. you attract them initially with the laser pointer then shoot off the uh, the disc there, and then it hits the cat, and maybe the cat starts fooling around with it. And well, I got to get something for my. Crazy. I have a kitten, and he, his name is Mochi. Okay, uh, sleeps so much now. I think he's going through a growth spurt. Oh yeah, he sleeps so hard during the day. He looks dead. <laughs> like is that like he's just out? Like his body's limp. Uh, so I need something to get him more uh, motivated during the day so he doesn't want to play at night. Yeah, you got to get him <laughs> up and active, and maybe the catnip Nerf gun is perfect for You know, it's only $15 at Petco. So it's a real feels thing? Like a good deal. Yeah, you can like just a, get it. It's available exclusively you could drive at Petco. Down the road from this very studio, you would have to make literally two turns and, and then you'd be, be in the Petco buying this. I need to bring my cat with me so he can decide. Oh yeah. Let <laughs> like him test it out yeah, in the store. That's still $15 and we as a pet owner I've bought many a things that have not worked out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my house is full of dog toys and it's weird that how the dog will be attracted to certain toys and not attracted to other certain toys and also attracted to things that aren't supposed to be toys. Uh, yeah. And you just never know <laughs> what will capture her attention. I also don't want my dogs eating the catnip uh, thing from it. They'll want to be involved. I don't know if it's the best for them. I just need to get a laser pointer. Maybe isn't catnip like couldn't it mellow them out too? Your dogs not, have anxiety. Maybe the catnip will. I don't think chill it works with dogs. Bit. Maybe you it's like the weight of your your cat yeah. compared to the dog. But for cats, oh yeah, I can totally mellow. Yeah. <laughs> Why pay for so many streaming services that you don't really care about when you can not really care about the riot for free? Radio, you. Did you see this one, Nikki? Because it's a TikTok thing. I have not seen her before, mm-hmm. uh, but it makes me nervous when a TikToker comes out uh-huh. and says something happened to them. Yeah. Uh, because you're just not sure if they're creating it for the talk uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or if it really happened to them. But for her, after watching her TikTok about it and seeing the photo, I think that this might actually be true. Yeah. She said her name is Tori Kinley. And she says that while eating at Chipotle, she had brought a burrito home and she found something crunchy in it. She thought it was crunchy corn At first or she thought it was the corn. Yeah, they have corn at Chipotle. So she kept it eating. It could have just uh, jumped in there. 
And uh, so she just kept going with it after the first bite. But then the second time that she uh, bit into something crunchy, she spit it out. And it turns out, according to her, it was a cockroach leg. When you watch the TikTok of it and you see the little leg, Mm -hmm. it's definitely a bug leg. Yep. And I don't know if it crawled in there or if it was in something else and then assembled in there. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure about it's, it. Or there's a chance, like you said, this could all be manufactured, uh, manufactured. so it, nobody's saying that it couldn't be. She just put it in there uh, and made it look like, you know, mm-hmm. once she got home, she had the burrito, she put the cockroach parts on the napkin and made it look like she had spit it up. But I it mean, come seem on, like her style, it's very elaborate. Yeah. So I don't I don't know. And then actually there's been an update. So she has a few biologist friends, which who has that? Uh, but <laughs> okay, now I'm starting to get suspicious. <laughs> I know. Now you wonder. Uh, but she said that after talking and consulting with them, uh, they don't believe it was a cockroach. OK, but a beetle, because they say if you eat a cockroach it's actually supposed to be uh, taste like shrimp. Uh-huh. So it actually doesn't taste bad like you might you would maybe never even notice. Yeah. That you had it. But a beetle is bitter. Uh-huh. So if you taste a beetle, you notice that. But, and she said that it was very bitter. Mm. And that's why she stopped eating along with the crunchy part. That's interesting. And so I've, she thinks it was a beetle at that point. I've heard that. Uh, I heard somebody who found a stink bug in their chili oh. that they had been eating. And this was just homemade chili. It had gotten into the crock pot or something, and they ah, didn't like did you know it just mixed in, and then it died yeah. while it was being cooked. Uh, so when they bit into that, it made their mouth kind of numb. Oh, yeah, stink yeah, stink bug. Just jealous. Why I wasn't not? Ready. We're already talking about eating a cockroach I know, here, and like, my, before we're talking were about everywhere. eating a cockroach, we're talking about eating Chipotle. It's all disgusting. <laughs> it's all nasty. <laughs> Sorry, Chipotle. Yeah. Oh, yuck. That's why, with especially burritos, you got to be careful. I don't know if we're supposed to uh, slice it in half and look through it, yeah. or if you're just supposed to, every so many bites, take a look down at your food because you don't know what got yeah, in there. I don't know. I don't, it used to be, and this may, actually, maybe it didn't. I was going to say, it used to be in the good old days, you could just eat a burrito and you wouldn't have to worry what was in it. But you that, never knew. It's probably even worse back in the old days where they had like, Ants in the corn meal and stuff, so Honestly, you just never knew. I think maybe the the beetles and the cockroaches were the protein. Yeah, at that's, certain points. That's right. So and she called poison control, which confirmed that if she was eating a cockroach, mm-hmm. that's not fatal. Which that's a bit dramatic. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so she took the her meal back to Chipotle. They didn't do anything, so now she's tagged them in it, and there's no update. Yeah, uh, but she uh, made the TikTok on it, and she had some apple cider vinegar. She thought. <laughs> That might kill you the bacteria, it around, yeah. and that's what she's at. And I'm they sure think it's she's going to be all right. Yeah, uh, it, and that's a tough spot for Chipotle because normally, if it's a customer that comes back and you just mess up their order, mm-hmm. you would be you just go sure fine. It's not even worth arguing, even if you're pretty sure you were right. But if it's a cockroach, and so you admit to her that yeah, we'll just get like whether you think you have cockroaches or not, if you. If you admit to her and give her a refund and stuff, that to her that's an admission. And then all of a sudden, now you're going to have people clamoring around. Do you have cockroaches? So I guess it's better to deny well, and I see think, what happens. I think they'll give you a new burrito and then they want you to sign something. But don't look at it. Yeah. But just sign <laughs> this piece of paper while you're accepting your new burrito. Yeah. Just sign here. You'll get <laughs> a nice. Look. It'll be the biggest burrito. Big as your head. <laughs> and then that relieves them of all the uh, liability issues later. <laughs> we're not telling you what might be in this one. <laughs> 
If you're looking for hot takes on the day's most important news stories, uh, you're in the wrong place. You're listening to The Riot on Radio U. We're still a couple weeks away from the release of Marvel's Shang-Chi. Am now, I saying that right? It is Shang-Chi. 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 Oh, have you been Chi. watching the commercials? Well, no, I just... Well, they never say it, like, uh, verbally. <laughs> yeah. I just had to Google it, because I remember the main actor in it, when they first came out with the trailer months ago, mm-hmm. was just like, hey... <laughs> Hey, everybody. It's Shang-Chi. Uh-huh. Even though when we say it, I feel like people will be like, what's that? Yeah. It, you know it as you because know, the if, other way. If, we've all, if everybody's like us where we've just been seeing the writing for it and stuff, yeah. where you haven't actually... They don't say it in, in the, the trailer, trailer Yeah, they're, they're not like, look out, Shang-Chi. Nope. It's, they really should have that in the trailer just to not, make it clear. It's not Shang-Chi. It's uh, Shang. Okay, Shang-Chi. Well, there now, it is. I, again, I don't know if people didn't know... All this other time we've been talking about it, people didn't know, or now they won't know. But either way, we're, we'll say it correctly. So Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. It comes out on September 3rd, and remember, that's a theater exclusive. It will not be on Disney+, Plus. not even if you pay them $30. That's been the controversy for this one. Um, they Some people are happy about that. Some people are not happy. Uh, everybody's. Some people are overly <laughs> confident yeah. that this movie will do well, and some are, are really interested well, in it. What we're seeing is uh, the first reviews are coming out, or at least the first impressions. I don't think these count as full reviews, but the premiere, I uh, it, it seems, was last night. Mm-hmm. So people that got to go to the premiere that have already gotten pre-advanced screenings of the movie are now allowed to share some of their first reactions. And so far, overwhelmingly good. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, for example, uh, the Illuminati. So take this for what it is, because this is the Illuminati. And how do they get to see the Shang-Chi movie and we don't? Uh, not that we probably would because we're just too lazy, but <laughs> if it was free and we got an advanced screening oh, and we dude, would talk about it on the show. We'd be too lazy would, unless they no, delivered it, it to us. Do you uh, underestimate how much I will do if I get something for free? I, I'm starting to learn uh-huh. and absorb yeah. that you are more into that than I thought. I'll, I'll take things for free. It is any a day. motivator for you, yep. where for me, that doesn't motivate me. I don't care. I don't want to. Okay. Well, Nikki, <laughs> no matter how good the reviews are, she's not going to watch Shang-Chi. No, I was even curious if it's about free. It. it felt more like to me, it would have been an awesome choice for a chop it up into a one episode each week sort of thing uh-huh. or a Disney Plus movie. I'd be more interested than them making it a theater only. Yeah, or I, I still think you need it for a character. Yes, we want to get his backstory and whatever. But we, uh, or, or I mean, I don't know if we do. But we, if we wanted to see this character, we need to be introduced to him in another Marvel movie first because nobody, we don't even know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, I guess that's true. But at the end of the day, if the movie's good enough, maybe it can overcome those types of things. Well, okay, back to the Illuminati. They said... <laughs> Shang-Chi, no, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi is the perfect balance of fun, heart, and action. And when I say action, I mean jaw-dropping action. <laughs> and then I, I don't know how to pronounce the actor's name either. Uh, Simu Liu, maybe? I don't know. He's the perfect addition to the MCU. So that's the Illuminati. Uh, let's see, who else? Shang-Chi and the Legend <laughs> of the Ten Rings is phenomenal. Get hyped. 
ev- ev- even fight scene action sequence is better than the last. I don't I think- know. They're they're hyping this up a lot because, I mean, it's not out to like the third or the fourth. Yeah. So you, you have some time. But I feel like if someone's getting it so hyped up, it's a they're trying really hard. Uh-huh. But maybe maybe it is good. Yeah. I I'm don't up know. for a, a fun movie. Yeah. I, I want it to be good. And and to be clear, like with any Marvel movie, I'm always interested in seeing them. It's just that the Black Widow, like with theater, it's just so much more work to go to a theater now, and it just—it's hard to make it feel worth it. And even with these uh, very, very upbeat reviews, it's still hard to imagine taking the time to go see a, th- a movie again. <laughs> so they're out saying, in the uh, out in the world. So reviews are starting to happen for Shang Chi, mm-hmm. uh, and they're saying, yeah, pretty good. So if you were if you were out like us, just not as interested, maybe this will draw you back in. That's enough of that. For more Riot content, head to riot.radiou.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. This sode would not be possible without the support of our listeners, patrons, and sponsors. If you'd like to learn more about supporting the 3-Bit Gamer Show, check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash 3BG. And a huge thanks goes out to our boss-level patrons, Jeff, Christopher, and Patrick. I think our podcast should have a slogan. Okay, so you obviously have a slogan in mind. Why don't you just say it? I don't know. We could do something like, uh, like, speak first, speak hard, no mercy! Huh. Yeah, that one sounds kind of familiar. Oh, you think? It's probably because he stole it straight from the Karate Kid. You mean Hillary Swank? <laughs> no, no, no. I think he's talking about Jaden Smith. I hate you guys so much! <laughs> You've just logged into the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Welcome to the 3-Bit Gamer Show. I'm JD. This is Peterson. And this is Trent. And we're still in person. Rolling those Delta dice. <laughs> rolling, the, rolling the Delta Lambda it dice. Goes. It's like it's like a it's like a fraternity in here. Yeah, we're gonna roll straight. Delta Delta Lambda. Delta Delta Chi Lambda. <laughs> Live from the 3-Bit Gamer Show. The news. I think we should have a, we need a new news segment or a new news clip. We can't because Jackson's in that one. Oh, I know we, we have another with one without Jackson. Oh, so we just need to have Jackson do it. Next yeah, time he's here. I, I I miss having Jackson's laugh because he's not here. We can't take that out. Yeah, so I was. <laughs> we like, should. We I should thought about recording his... a new one, and I was like, "Nah, we can't." Can we just cut his laugh out <laughs> just, and then just record just a new that. one and then put his laugh at the end? Yeah. Of <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll never find it. <laughs> It'll be that perfect. Was Twenty like years ago. Amplify the volume really loud. Guys, our news this week is brought to us by Crave Cookies, and my favorite new thing that we do is now Trent's Crave Cookies sneak peek of the week. Trent, sneak peek of the week. I like that. What That's is good. coming? 
for for the Crave Cookieites this week that you're listening to right now. So next week. So it doesn't have like an official name yet. So I'm oh. open to suggestions like the this Bueno or I don't know. But I recently discovered Kinder Buenos for the first time in my life. Ooh, they're so good. Can we call it the children good? The children Isn't that what good. Kinder Bueno <laughs> means? Probably. No, it'd be good the children. Good children. The good, good children. We'll do the direct translation. Yeah, we'll d- just no, call no, it no. The, oh. the children good. The children good. Yeah, that is it. So it's uh, it's a Kinder Bueno cookie. So the oh, dough is, dude. it's like a vanilla dough. It has, instead of chocolate chips, it has chalk, chop, chopped chocolate. Oh. So that it kind of wraps itself around the dough as it mixes instead of having like big pockets of chocolate. And then oh. it has Kinder Bueno pieces in the dough. So it's got that nice like wafery crunch. And in the center of it, these things are stuffed so with a Kinder Bueno. So it's got that gooey. Oh. It's yeah. imagine yeah. white chocolate Nutella. So it's mm-hmm. a white chocolate mm-hmm. hazelnut cream. And then we made the same cream and drizzled it on the top. How many of these did so you good. eat when you discovered them? Because you just discovered Bueno. Um, do you eat just like two or three packages of them? I don't even know, dude. I, I, I've been getting these five packs that have like five. <laughs> it's a pack of five that have two king size sleeves in them. And oh, I yes. probably had Perfect. two last night of the five packs. <laughs> so they're really good. Oh, my God. A Kinder Bueno cookie? Guys. Good children cookie. And you might find good a toy in the middle cookie. of your cookies. So. Oh, Trent might <laughs> just throwing toys in there. That's an army kinder. man. Army they're not kinder toys they're just random toys trent has lying around it's just like all the old just mcdonald's toys from my childhood. Oh, look, here's an arm from a power ranger i'll bring you 600 of them i have so many oh my god so guys go to cravecookies.com and check out the good children um all right we've got some good news uh this is a little brief i didn't have time to look at this i don't know if you guys did uh, both Nintendo and Microsoft had huge indie showcases mm-hmm. uh, recently. Uh, well, I guess Nintendo's was 20 minutes. Microsoft's was like three hours? Of course it was. What the? Who has time for that? Now, dorks at Microsoft, but, I guess. At least the videos are time-stamped, so you can kind of like... You can skip through. Skip yeah. I didn't watch either there of was them. A, there was a Nintendo indie game name that really caught my eye. It's Necro Barista, The Final Pour. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? I'm in for that one. I'm way point. into that. That sounds Necro hilarious. Barista, the um, Final I Pour. saw there's also, they, wow. they, I saw just a couple things that jumped out was Axiom Verge 2, mm-hmm. which sounds uh, amazing. That sounds and that's, right up your alley. Yeah. I will play it. But you'll love it. Yeah, it's out now, so yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Boyfriend Dungeon Garden Story. Okay. Wait, we gotta go back. Uh, we need Dungeon. to play Boyfriend. Oh, we're Dungeon. absolutely We've talked about it. For Trent, a you'll years. play it with us, right? Oh, we'll do. On, Everyone's on playing it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's playing it. I'm gonna have you, me, JD, Danny. Danny's already in. I already mm-hmm. told her. Danny's probably beaten it once or twice. Yeah. No, um, we're playing this. Yeah, Garden Story was another one. Uh, kind of looked like a post-apocalyptic. Uh, Stardew Valley, maybe I don't know. Stalker yeah. Two also uh, jumped out. So there's just there was just a ton of games. Uh-huh. Uh, we can post these in the channel, and you guys can check these out on your own time. Uh, I just love that there's so many indies. Like they're bringing them in, and this was probably the most exciting announcements because, dude, indies. There's so many of them. They're so good, and all the big studios, and they're all like twenty dollars. If you so want to buy them, they're like twenty bucks. That's or on Game Pass. Or they're just on Game Pass, so. Um, okay, guys, Twitch, this is this is big. This is so huge after being, you know, a website for a decade. Twitch is actually now going to tell you why they banned your account. Isn't that slick? 
I think you people won't be less mad. But uh, at least you'll have some information. It says uh, enforcement. This is a tweet from the Twitter like security account. Enforcement notification sent to suspended users will include the name of the content and the date of the violation to ensure that they have better clarity about what content is being actioned on. As someone that does not stream regularly, can I just say this is new? I guess. But How still, is this a it, new oh, feature? Give a reason. I was like, does it just tell you the title and the date? Okay. I no. mean, it's so crazy. This is this is so. I remember in 2016, I got a ban from Twitch, and I was like, it was like you were banned for you were banned indefinitely, and I was like, okay, but can I appeal that? I was like, why? And they're like, oh, it's because you were abusing our chat policy, and I was like, look, I have never chatted. I never really watched that many streams. I don't think I've logged into Twitch in six months. <laughs> I do have a very secure password. I am certain wasn't hacked. Uh, what and it was like we'll, we'll reinstate your account if you agree that you won't violate these content policies moving forward. I was like, I will not violate your content policies moving forward. I will not. Also, do what I, I didn't, didn't do, do that in the past. So what the hell? I will. And then the next, not yes, violate them. And the next email I got was like, your account has been reinstated. I was like, this is just that's how they got you back in. Band. Yes, that's dude, it's were, so that's like, wild. That's like their way to bring lapsed customers back to the I, platform. I, I guess their accounts banned. So yeah, forget you log a in password again. reset. Yeah, that oh. that's how they they ban you. And I was like, what Wait, the you hell? So hacked. weird. So dude. the fact that it's taken them five years to, and I'm sure it was a problem before I had a problem with it. Dude, it, I it'll be funny. Well, not funny, I guess, because are people getting banned for like? I guess they are getting banned for no reason, but I feel like it's always yeah you 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 can't scream the n word on your stream yeah and you can't show your boobs oh my god like, you wait can't do either wait. of these things all right this place I mean, people this feels like Nazi Germany still <laughs> that's all I'm saying it feels like I'm being oppressed Dude, I feel like that's what why the hell? people get banned I don't know maybe I'm not hearing about I'm not hearing about the stories where people are just getting randomly banned but no they are absolutely people are just like randomly banned all the time and they just don't tell them what's going on they're trying to get you back that's why uh, it's just a bullshit thing oh guys idris elba <laughs> tweeted some random tweet out of nowhere with like mm-hmm. hashtag sonic movie 2 uh and a fist and a, a, pic- a picture of knuckles. knuckles knuckles the echidna uh the red echidna that that defends the the chaos emeralds sonic's buddy um yeah exactly sonic's buddy not really kind of like second his rival player. sometimes He's the two player guy yeah you play second player plays as knuckles um yes yeah, so- like he's like venom in the sonic universe he's like chaotic good yeah um yeah. no yeah he's like yeah not a good but but in the games like in what the sonic and knuckles mm-hmm video game he was you he helped you right you played with him uh yeah sometimes sometimes he came in and like punched you sometimes and because he, he thought you were because he is tasked with defending the chaos emeralds which you're trying to collect you're trying to get to defeat uh but you're not trying to steal them necessarily for your own means just to defeat robotnik but you know idris elba has a fairly distinct voice i feel like he has a very strong powerful voice now let me tell you what the the knuckles that i am used to here's the knuckles that i'm i'm familiar with as far back as i can remember I've been living here on this dark island. Sounds like Idris Elba. Always guarding the master <laughs> emerald from anything that could harm it. Is this from someone? I don't know why I was given this job, why it was my fate. <laughs> this Destined is, to be here. This is forever. Knuckles in Voice Sonic. Voice actors in the early so, 2000s just wow. killing it. Look at this. There he is. 
And the, it's There's so old knucks. Old knucks. So yeah, that is like uh, Matthew Broderick voicing knuckles. Yeah, maybe. Idris Elba has some Dude. big shoes big to fill. Shoes. How's Dude, he going to do that? You know what I think, though? He's what a great this, actor, but he can't do What if do this, this is nothing? What if he literally just he's tweeted just a, a picture troll. of a knuckles fist and then says nothing and ever the hashtag, again? And he's, he's trying just, to get a job, you guys. He's just like, will you give me the job? I haven't been in a movie since that Stephen King one. I need a job. Dude, this guy's in everything. Yeah. I love Idris Elba. He was Idris supposed Elba. to be James Bond or He's, something for a while, I, I, I thought. Want, I would have loved that. I am on board, a thousand percent on board with Idris Elba for James Bond. I love him so much. Hey, if Daniel Craig awesome. is James Bond, clearly the look doesn't matter at all. Well, Daniel Craig doesn't want to be James Bond he, anymore. He's he's out. Out. He, that's his last one. This movie coming yeah, out is his my last foot. one. Sorry, I, like so I want the next one to be Idris Elba. I don't think it's going to be. But man, Well, too bad. That. He's busy filming Knuckles. I hope instead of CGI Knuckles, they just actually use a red. They just spray paint Idris Elba red <laughs> and put some spikes on his fists. <laughs> and and he's like sweet, fresh night. Because in. I want to look at Idris Elba. That's what I'm saying. Mm, I do, too. Yes. <laughs> like, I don't want to just hear his voice. I know the. I am aware of the effect I have on women. <laughs> yes, I'm aware of the effect I have on women. Um, guys, the reckoning. The reckoning always is coming to us. Mm. It is is continuously Doesn't coming. Um, some more reckoning news out of uh, Blizzard Activision. This is a uh, Schreier got in on the mix. Um, he's in there. He's in we there. Knew he would come on. He's got the contacts. Uh, this is the the title of the article is Blizzard Turned Game Developers into Rockstars. Misbehavior followed. I thought Rockstars were known for being responsible. I thought so too. I can't and think of one Rockstar who has done anything wrong. I misread this title because I thought it said Blizzard turned game developers into Rockstar, like the company, like they turned them in for doing something <laughs> wrong. Oh, so That's I was so on a different confused. page here. Continue. I thought it said rocks, and I was like, how and why? <laughs> what did they do that was so wrong to be turned into turn rocks? <laughs> they got Medusa. them. Meduced, meduced them because she turns them into stone. I know you wouldn't say medusaed. (laughs) You'd say meduced. Meduced them. You just in the past tense of medusa is meduced. Medusaid. It's meduced. Mm. I don't know about that. (laughs) I think it'd go either way. Meduced. Uh... (laughs) It sounds like you took a dump. (gasps) No, it's like seduced. Check out meduced. Check out meduced. What's up, meduced? Oh, I thought you were saying it was like the sound effect of taking a dump. That was like like a deuce. That's what it sounds like. like The water. Just like a plop. Medusa. Oh, Medusa. <laughs> what, what is happening? We honestly should not be recording in person. We, we should, should maybe just ease into this because it's way off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Make a timestamp of just cutting this all out. It's not cutting it out. This is why I'm naming the episode. <laughs> Medusa. Medusa. <laughs> That's what you were writing. Okay, so here's the skinny on the, the, the intro of this story. Okay, so Morheim, the former uh, CEO of Blizzard, and you know the longtime, uh, just the 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 Blizzard Jesus, I for lack of a better Jesus, Blizzus, the Blizzus. Thank you. Yes. You. Oh, I'm Jeez. so sorry. Uh, this guy in 2018, Morheim fired the CTO and heir apparent to his throne, Ben Kilgore, um, as as his throne as Blizzus. Sorry. Uh, in this, and then, and so he, he fires this guy, Ben Kilgore, I think was part of this Cosby suite. He was kind of a, just a shitbag as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was way back. This is three years ago. And so they have this meeting, um, and people are like, well, what's going on? Like, why did, why did, uh, Ben leave? Why? And they're like, well, Ben didn't leave. Like we fired Ben. And the guy that was taking his place, guy named Derek Ingalls, 
This was the head of technology. He responded when people were like, well, what happened? Like, how did it, like, why is he leaving? Why did you guys fire him? And he said, quote, don't sleep with your assistant. But if you're going to sleep with your assistant, don't stop. This is 2018 what? after this guy had been fired for misconduct. And the dude that steps in is like, hey, they're like, why did you fire that guy? And his answer is just more misconduct. Dude, he broke up with the, with the chick. Oh, and now you, she, yeah. she turned him in because yeah, she's all she, mad. She's such a dumb bitch. Oh, my God. This slut <laughs> over here. Like, what? That is the wildest answer. Dude, insane. So um, I can't even. <laughs> what year is it right now? <laughs> Current year, twenty twenty. Never. Okay. Oh my god, this is um, wild. <laughs> yeah. So this was, I guess, and so this kind of goes into uh, the fact that these people had cults of personalities built around them. Mm-hmm. The developers, especially the high level developers, especially as they were, uh, they pointed out in the article that they were getting bonuses as large as their salaries. Uh, and that, dude, I don't understand. If if I got a huge bonus at work that big, I don't think it would make me more arrogant. It would make me very happy. Um, I'd be like, they're trying to buy me out. I was like, yeah, it'd make me very suspicious and anxious. <laughs> but I don't know if I'd be like, now I'm going to sexually harass Where's my people. assistant? <laughs> oh, she's going to love this. I'm rich now, so I can be a dirtbag. I mean, I get it. I, I get it. Um, so oh this is God. a quote from the article. Quote, it is absolutely a rock star mentality, <laughs> and it touched almost every aspect of Blizzard culture, said Christina Mikoen, Mick McConan, who worked at the company from 2013 to 2019. Uh, quote, these developers were untouchable. Not only could they tell you how to do your job, but they had so much power they could do whatever they wanted in line of sight of their other powerful friends. So even court their lower ranking employees and marry them apparently. Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know this. <laughs> Morheim, Morheim and Brack, <laughs> both Morheim and Brack married people that were their subordinates when they were running the company. Dude, <laughs> like literally rock and, star and, and a founder, oh. Frank Pierce, left his wife for a Blizzard customer service rep, and they wedded in 2012. <laughs> Dude, they had rodents. <gasps> That's exactly what they say. They said that they 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 saw what? female fan Blizzard developers saw their female fans as groupies. These people again. I gotta come back to the scum on the shoe analogy because the fact that it's like it's just so rampant that you see a woman in any course at any period of time in the course of you doing your job at work. Consuming the products you make at work, a customer of the products you make at work, it doesn't matter who they are. You're like, that That person's beneath me. They are subhuman, and I'm going to treat them Watch as such. This. Watch this. Bro, check this out. Bro, check this out. Dude, hi. It's just like that's your immediate response when you see a woman anywhere is just to be a big bag of shit. Dude. What? I don't get this is crazy. And then the other thing that Peter said, I know this is always your favorite, is the nonstop drinking. Like apparently, like it was understated in the lawsuit. It was understated in these other stories that the drinking culture at Blizzard was just like outlandish. It sounded like a fraternity I mean, they said frat culture, and I guess like that's not where my mind goes when I hear frat culture, but I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Drinking? Just like rampant drink. Yeah, that makes absolute sense. And I'm just like, Yeah. I guess I mean just, in in, in some way it is kind of a f- frat, right? Yeah, you're part of this group of mostly guys. And if you're a woman, you're always a pledge you forever. Your you're a forever yeah. pledge. A pledge. You cannot get in. This is crazy. I don't the drinking. Look, I understand when when companies, especially tech companies, have uh, like beer in their fridges, right? Oh yeah. 
that sort of thing. I get it. But these guys were drinking hard liquor, drinking tons of beer. Like, too much consuming alcohol should be against the rules and, and, explicitly. And can I say, as, a, as someone who's worked at a number of tech companies that do have beer in fridges, that if we saw, if I saw anyone drinking beer at work uh, outside of, like, a designated happy hour, though the beer was there, everyone would be like, Dude, Dude, are you fucking serious? You see Greg's drinking a beer with lunch? Are you fucking Dude, crazy? Greg must be going through something. Dude, Uh-oh. what's going on? Like, we would be, it would not be a normal thing, and it sounds like a blizzard. It was just like, they had these things regularly where it's like, you have to have a shot every 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Shots The entire totally workday was a drinking game yeah. every day. Like, yeah. If I saw a dude drinking a beer, I'd be like, oh, he's having a rough day, or a really stressful day, whatever. Yeah. But if I see someone taking shots at, at work, work, I'm like, oh, well, are we partying Imagine, now? yeah, and you're... Is, what's happening? Yeah, and like, how... This is so unfathomable to me that at a studio where you're like actually trying to ship products and you're having problems yes. like with Titan where it's this huge, drawn-out, multi-year developmental failure... And you're like, D- D- does anyone at any point in that thing stop and say, do you think we should cut back on the drinking on the alcohol? Work? No, you think- we'll just turn it into Overwatch. We're good. <laughs> what? Like, That's I, not a solution. It makes all of the it blizzards works, stuff seem like an accident on now. Like, yeah, they just got fucking lucky a couple games, and then like this last 10, 15 years of Blizzard has just been sheer dumb luck. Or maybe, maybe what's happened is they drank too much. So at oh, first they no. were doing great. Just the right amount. And now. Yeah. A shot a day. Yeah. And now there's a, there, it, there's a graph. XKCD, have you ever seen that comic? Uh-uh. The, the cartoon comic strip? There's a graph of where, because he's, he's like a computer science guy, of where the perfect programming is. And it's like right in between like two and three beers. It like spikes. Drinking at work. And you're just an like incredible programmer. <laughs> yeah. But then you take one more drink and then it just it just plummets. It got out of control. The, the culture got away from them. Yeah. And that's why they can't ship a product. They can't even ship a mobile game these days. Right? They delayed their mobile game because they're all drunk. Their project managers passed out in the corner. Uh oh my! I can't believe it. This is crazy. The, the blood alcohol concentration and your programming skill. <laughs> One more beer though, and it's gone. <laughs> and it's gone. And like that peak is where they made World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and they never managed to hit that peak ever, ever right they again. Went, they they took Not even the, with they World took of Warcraft. Too far. They yep. went past the line. <laughs> yeah. So uh, another thing. This is um. Yeah, we'll get into that that one later. Uh. This is another article. This is from Kotaku. This is uh, headline is Activision Blizzard's QA department seems like a hellhole. Dude, that doesn't uh, surprise me at all. Yeah, is an understatement. Honestly, uh, just a couple details out of this. We won't linger too much on it because it's we've covered the QA abuse at Activision actually last year. Mm-hmm. So this isn't nothing, anything particularly new. But in light of uh, the fact that it's con- it's this is, this is happening under like constant, I guess, alcohol poisoning, waterboarding almost. Booze boarding. <laughs> booze boarding. They're booze boarding their employees. Uh, and many employees detailed work weeks of 50 to 60 hours with some weekly tallies clearing the 70-hour mark. That's wild. For uh, a QA tester. For a QA. That and these, sounds really And these really are people good. that took pay cuts specifically to work at Blizzard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, this guy they says wanted he took a $7 a an hour tester. pay cut good to be a QA God. tester at Blizzard, and it took him seven years to get back to And so it salary. hovers around like $14 an hour. So this is, this is one of those things where I cannot, I cannot understand 
the business model. I know there's a high demand, like QA testers are everyone. Everyone wants to be a QA tester. Yeah. However, doesn't it seem like if you paid your QA testers really well and gave them normal hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? Like, because Q- quality is a big issue in gaming. Yeah. Games ship with bugs that will – you can ruin your game's reputation based off of the bugs that are coming on day one. That happens all the time. I feel like QA testers, you should have a core of highly paid QA guys who love their jobs, love what they're doing. You're paying them well, and these guys are, like, fixing everything for you. They are finding all of the things that are breaking your game. Why would you pay these people? And not, like, constantly operating on empty because they're not sleeping? Oh, the, remember they're making them park? Oh, the, you can't park here. You, you can't, can't come to eat. this party. You can't eat You're a QA our guy. food Get until, like, here. after the party. I cannot understand. This is such an important department, especially nah. in any software. QA is such an important department. How do you treat them like this? I don't get it. I it, don't get it. It's wild. Um, <laughs> so that, and then finally, one more departure uh, from the the Cosby Suite alumnus, <laughs> Jesse McCree, the namesake of McCree from Overwatch, from Overwatch. senior uh, director on Diablo 4, is no longer with Activision Blizzard. He was also pictured in the Cosby Suite, and... Uh, Ugh. Have you heard that like people won't say McCree's name? They want his name changed in yeah. the game. Yeah. They won't. The shoutcasters won't call him McCree. Tight. Yeah. I mean, which is deserved. He's a scumbag. He deserves to be erased. I right? think he said something along the lines when like that came out that his like mom or something was really proud of him because his name was in the game or something. And I'm like, I mean, that would be tight. Yeah. If one of the guys was named Sing, yeah, he'd be like, "Dude, this is sick." No, if one of the guys was named Sing, I would immediately start groping people. Anyone near? I'm a fucking rock star now. I made made it. Where's the cause? Where is the skin? Where's the cause? I'm gonna. Where's the cause? I'm gonna go be a dirt bag. Actually, yeah, that'd be sick. Sing is a good Overwatch character. Spread the news, people. That's a great name. Um, and then this last thing in the corner the whole time. (laughs) That's his old. It's tears. too real. <laughs> Please don't shoot me. That's all his audio. His dialogue lines. Are Please don't shoot me. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, ow, oh, ow. I don't Guys, like are you recording these like lines? This is easy, Blizzard. This is free shit. You can change McCree. Just a quick change until you get a new voice line. Uh, and then I'll do, I'll do the shooting lines. Bang, 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 bang. Shoot, shoot. You guys know it's, it's high noon somewhere. It's high noon, partner! Shoot, shoot! Bang, bang! <laughs> this is amazing. This is gold. <laughs> Why is this not a thing? Someone send this to Blizzard right now. Uh, I, I, And then our last thing here is just something that like came to my attention, and I was like, oh, this is stupid. This is a bad take. But then I was like, no, we should feature bad takes on air. Um so somebody, maybe, if they agree with this, can come explain to me why this isn't a bad take. But I think this is a terrible take. Uh, this comes from Tammy Sigmund uh, on Twitter. She is a senior producer on Heroes of the Storm. Oh, I thought um, you were talking about... Dude, when you said Heroes, I thought, for some reason, I went to that TV show, Heroes. Oh. Save the, pr- save the cheerleader. Save the princess. Save the... Save the pr- yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> I don't know why. That's so weird. That's no. not right TV show, though. No, uh, it was an okay Season show. Season one was great. Yeah, and then, and then she's the what on here? That game doesn't even have developers anymore. Exactly, dude. That's what I. That's the funny part about You're this like, is wait, what? she's tweeting from the pasture that she doesn't realize she's been put out to. Um, 
She says, quote, this is from Twitter. On one hand, I completely understand why people would want to spend their money elsewhere rather than support a company that doesn't align with their morals. On the other hand, it's a real bad feeling for us, those of us women who still work and fight daily at said company. When people don't spend money on our games, it affects my profit sharing and what my bonus percent is. The impact of this lawsuit might mean that in March, when my newborn goes full-time childcare and my maternity leave ends, I might not get the bonus I need to pay for that childcare. Seems like a steamy okay. hot take. Well, he, this is why this is we so should keep bad. All of this under wraps. Yeah, just keep buying Who our cares games. About all these other women because, because I, I need to pay care. for me, 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 so and I'm a woman. Here's the problem. This isn't what she should be saying. Guys, still buy our products so I can get my bonus. <laughs> that whole thing is a problem. And I look. I hate to say this, but shouldn't be built if they if they went union mm-hmm. wouldn't they argue to be built into the contract for the women there specifically child care like a child care <laughs> uh yeah that's expense. that's you know that they should do that for 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 another company not my company yeah like you know well, no, please, no 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 my well, company is fine this is i'm fighting yeah, but daily this isn't her own thought process either this is for sure like water cooler talk with the rest of the bro club at blizzard like yeah, yeah. listen if this keeps happening, you're not going to be able to pay for your child care. You, need, yeah. to be, you need to be the woman face of Blizzard and put an end to this. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And she's she doesn't realize, as I said, that as well, the, one of the few female producers <laughs> at this company, she's on a game that is dead. For all intents and purposes, dead. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand this take. Oh, man. It's so it's so short short-sighted which is how we get into this problem an anti-worker this is how we get into this to begin with everything they're doing is so short-sighted this is why bad business decisions are made Mm -hmm. because they're like oh it's gonna affect me right Right now now. i need my bonus in march yeah so this is why not like if we develop a union that's spread out through the industry like march in five years could be a lot better it's like this march Yeah, yeah right now and this is this is actually an issue in unions, even if they did unionize when they're planning on going on strike, mm-hmm. you don't get paid while you're on strike. If you're on strike for a month, you don't get paid for a month. So they have to like save up money for like if we go on strike, they have to have like a strike yeah. savings account. Right. But what they're doing is they're making things better for the future, for future people, right? Their future if they stayed with the company or whatever. But this is it's hard. I mean it's I get it, it's hard, but at the same time, nothing will ever change. Yeah, it, it, everything will continue if everyone thinks like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a weird, yeah, that's a weird way to. Get I don't changed. like that take at all. No, it's, and and to come out publicly and say that I can mm-hmm. see saying that to like your your significant other. Yes, or that's a, like, that's an oh, internal man, thought. If they do this, I'm not going to get my bonus. Like that sucks. I want that bonus. We need that's going to be it's going to be really tough. That's it, but to go out on public and say that, yeah, but yeah. It's so apropos for 2020, 2021, right? Yeah. I'm not going to do That's anything true. for someone else. And I think, it, I? you know, this. I'm not saying she's she's making a ton of money because I looked it up. And on average, I think this uh, senior producer, a senior producer at Blizzard makes 110. Uh, by the way, in just g- general software, just generally a producer and at a senior level is like pushing 200,000, like anywhere in the country. So 109 is 
really low. In California, too. In California, no less. But the fact that she's able to put her child in full-time childcare is not a luxury that's afforded to these QA testers, for example. So she's like, we're, it's, it's not, it's not just, it's, 50, yeah, it's not just think of women at Blizzard that, that aren't getting their bonus. She's like, just think of women in senior level positions that are able to yeah. enjoy profit sharing. So it's not all women at Blizzard she's yeah. telling you to think of. It's me, women at Blizzard. Just me, women. It's me and like the one other person in my situation. <laughs> yeah, not all the other women in QA, they can, uh, they can <laughs> pull themselves up from their bootstraps. Get those bootstraps ready, Go guys. Go start a GoFundMe. Yeah. <laughs> the oh. biggest healthcare provider in America right now. Um, guys, uh, I'm so sorry to say it, but even the indie studios aren't safe from this garbage. Mm. Uh, it shouldn't. It, it'll make sense, but this is Fulbright uh, co-founder Steve Gaynor, who was uh, worked on Gone Home and Tacoma. He has stepped down as, from his role as creative lead on the new game Open Roads, following multiple allegations of mistreating Fulbright employees, particularly women. Um, this is just crazy. This is the intro paragraph. I just want to read this. Development on Open Roads, which was announced in December 2020 and expected to star Carrie Russell and Caitlin Dever, is behind schedule. 15 employees have left the studio since development on Open Roads began in 2019. Around six staff members remain. Speaking with Polygon, 12 former members said that their departure was at least in part due to Gaynor's behavior toward women, specifically women on the team. At least 10 of these women who left since Open Roads production began were women. What? So you start with 20, you get down to six, and of those 15 that have left, you just can't stop. 10 are women. You just can't stop. And the other five say that it was because of how you treated those women. It's like, guys, we need to do something about this attrition problem we've got. And they're like, no one, everyone's looking at each other and they're like, well, maybe stop harassing all the women that work here. And the guy, Steve can't Gaynor, is like, out. absolutely not. No, he won't. Um, uh, it's so crazy. This, this guy just wild. sounded like super abusive, super condescending. And this is, I mean, this is the thing is it, it's out, you, there was no like sexual harassment here. Yeah. But it's just, God complex. God complex and like nonstop microaggressions. Yeah. Because like if you get that every single time you bring something to this guy and you look at your male counterpart and he's not being picked apart by the exact same stuff day after day, week after week, it just it just beats you down. And the thing is that jumped out to me uh, that I did kind of want to bring up is that. There was no support system for these women. There was no HR in indie games. There no. is no HR, and I wish like we had Danny on a, to talk about. A yeah, in a room, you know. HR is that Gaynor guy. Yeah, he that's, is HR. There's no one to go, go to. So in this idea that like, oh well, indies will be a safe haven from all the bullshit we see at Blizzard, Activision, and Ubisoft, and everywhere else, uh, and Riot, and, and it, it, it's it's not. It can it be. Will, it can be, but. But it can be just as bad yeah. without any tools or resources whatsoever. Which, however, if we did have unions, that would at least provide some sort of cover. Um, no, so, they wouldn't be covered. Indie studios wouldn't be covered. You probably have to have. There's probably a size requirement. You think so? Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So indies probably wouldn't get covered. Which, again, so, and that makes it even harder, right? Because you leave an indie studio, like if you leave mm-hmm. uh, Riot Games or Blizzard, and you've got that on your resume, sure, people know what that is. If you leave, what's this studio called? 
Fulbright. Uh, Fulbright. Fulbright. And they're, they were recently acquired by um, Annapurna, or Annapurna is publishing them. Like, yeah, no, no one, you know, no one's going to know what that is. No. Right? If you're, if you got to ship the game. Leave that job. You got to knuckle down and mm-hmm. get to the end. So that makes it tough. I, yeah, I've worked at a, I've worked at a, I worked at a shop, my first job out of college. Where the man, it was like, you know, 30 people or whatever. And the owner, mm-hmm. he was that guy who was like, he would sit over my shoulder and just look at the computer for like 30 minutes. Oh, my God. And it, it is like mentally taxing. It's yeah. mentally draining. And if that person is harassing you in any way, like yep. you're miserable at work. You're miserable at home. You're just miserable. Mm-hmm. It affects your whole life. So, man, I. Ugh. No, I had a boss that tormented me for years. And I would wake up and like I'd be in the shower in the morning before work, and she would be in my head, and I was like, "That is just so wrong." Like all of that, they, like I couldn't like shake it. I'd come home, well, and it I was just such a dominating part it. of your life because we you would talk about it to us all the time too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just like some hateful person that just like made my life a living hell. Um, and to my knowledge, well, no, she tormented a lot of people. She tormented Lynn. Um. It was just anyway. So yeah, I can't even fathom this. One thing that jumped out. Uh, another thing was that as these women were leaving in droves, managers were hesitant to hire more women and talented women because of how they were worried how Gaynor was going to treat them. Oh my god! Yeah, they were so they were protecting the boss. Was yeah, so treat them. this wasn't like there was no culture of this. This was one guy that was so bad. And just such a dickhead that even that every single person at the studio felt like they were protecting uh, the women at the studio. That's and horrible. then uh, there was something that the Annapurna came to him and was like, hey, what's going on? Notice you're u- losing one woman per month on a regular click. And he's like, I don't know. He's like, just just normal stuff. Um, I just and so obviously he's stepped down since he's been pressured into doing it. However, he's still on as a writer. Of the game, and quote, this is how I'll just leave this story because I thought it was funny. Multiple former employees expressed concern that Gaynor was even operating in this capacity as a writer. That it was weird for a man to be writing a story about a mother and daughter, particularly a man that has allegedly demeaned several female employees. What? Yeah, he's the writer. He knows a lot about I feel like this game is... He knows how to torture women maybe that's this his his thing they're all his muses as he's like writing these stories about tormented right tortured space. women and he needs to be surrounded by them because he's an artist he's he's this is uh, his artistic method okay he needs this who was uh needs. oh my god okay <laughs> let's yeah let's 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 move on um guys this is ah Former dev details a Power Rangers game that never saw the light of day. We could have had a Power Rangers game, you guys. And if this, if this concept art is anything to go by, it would have looked so sick. Oh, my God. This is Jason Bischoff on Twitter. Uh, it sounds like he worked uh, previously for... Uh, it was on something called uh, Project Nomad, which was... He was a video game guy at, at Sabin or Saban, Saban, which is the company, the big toy company that owns Power Rangers. Um, He detailed kind of like an open world co-op game that captured the energy, teamwork, and history of the franchise through a fresh lens. Oh, it's got to be co-op, right? And it compares it to the Arkham series, so it says the gameplay is supposed to be like the the Batman games. Can you even imagine? I don't... I was never a fan of Power Rangers. I was a little too old when it was like in its its prime. Yeah. Um... And so I was never into Power Rangers, 
but a Power Rangers video game seems like a perfect fit. It seems like a no-brainer. The, seems like how have we not had it's a like, bunch of these that were constant, nonstop like since the 90s? Karate Titanfall. Right, and and you got the Megazord, so you got like well, the yeah. co-op element where you can make these big old robots, and that's to the fight. co-op piece of it, dude. I uh, yes, I feel like this would be a great video game. Why have we not? Why is this not Power been Rangers done? Battle for the Grid? That's is on a, mobile, right? That's a fighting game that came out, yeah, on in 2019, but it came out on it was, PS4. It was like pretty well received, actually, if I remember. So it this is just a fighting game, and but... then Power Rangers Legacy Wars. That looks like that was a mobile game only. There's one on the Super Nintendo. That was 2017. I, mean, I just feel like it's a good IP for video yeah, games. Yeah, they do have... Well, that's what I, I guess I'm saying. I want to take back that there are a ton of games almost every year since 1994. There has been a Power Rangers video game, if not a couple. There just hasn't been There's like never a been a good quality. one. There's yeah. never been a good, good one, and Power that's Rangers what's game. weird yeah. to me. Yeah. Like, it's... it's Same. Oh, my gosh. I, I would have never even thought... This would never came across my mind. No. And then I saw this story, and I was like... Duh. Dude. What they've got so much content. Just EA, so Ubisoft. I don't give a fuck. Anyone take this license Blizzard? and just no. use it. <laughs> give it to Blizzard. They will. Hey, shelf a, it. yeah, yeah. Throw them a bone. <laughs> Throw them a bone. Make some um, Fortnite skins. Yeah, Trent's busting out the easy <laughs> wins here, uh, guys. <laughs> Cookie Clicker is okay. soon to be released <laughs> on Steam. But it's a browser game. Why does it cookie, need to be released on anything? Cookie Clicker, if you guys don't know, is a clicker game. If you go to, if you just Google Cookie Clicker and click on the don't, first thing, do it. Don't. And start clicking if on that cookie. If you play any tap game on your mobile device. This will blow them all away. Cookie Clicker. You <laughs> love this okay, game. There was a period. What was this? Five, thirteen years ago or something? Yeah, seven, eight years ago. JD was so into Cookie Clicker, and I could <laughs> not figure it out. So then I was like, dude, I'm going to check this out. Mm-hmm. And Spencer would get so mad because we'd both be playing Cookie Clicker. Do you remember that? <laughs> but yes. But after like three weeks, I was like, what is happening in this? I don't even yeah. understand it, what's It got happening. ruined for me when I figured out you could just like cheat. Cheat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean- Cheat, there's no win condition. You just... well, right, but like you can literally. <laughs> the win condition is you, you can make literally more view the source and just say, hey, let's say. No, this is why you opened up right a cookie now. shop, literally, because yeah, of cookie After clicker. After making 12 trillion cookies and cookie clicker, I was like, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I could do this in real life. I have so much fucking experience then, now. Jamie makes played... it look easy. JD played so much Cookie Clicker, though, you guys. You guys, I, I was so good at it. Uh, you, you, were, you were good at it. I was there, way good no, at it. I've never nope, seen anyone nope, click there like is that. No, there's no good <laughs> at Cookie Clicker. It when, has the when best Jonathan was end in his game. prime, his finger was just like oh my God. a machine gun. When you get to the Cookie I, Clicker endgame, it, it's, it's really deep. Real deep so, end game. Some Dude. of the boss mechanics, the, oh the skill you trees. Get, you you cannot the first, believe the skill trees. Like few few million uh, per click. You got to get million. to that point, and then it opens up big oh, time. Big time. Those golden cookies start just raining down. Oh my gosh, the golden cookie. <laughs> I remember this so vividly. Yeah, so now oh, you can get it on ju- Steam. This is be JD's next Dice of Destiny pick. Yeah, it's just going to be Cookie Clicker. Clicker yeah, is can't. not in there. Oh, it's going to be in there. This is No. My next most played game on Steam, Trent, will actually be Frostpunk 2, which just announced. They just had a trailer that came out. Uh, there's not a ton revealed from this trailer. If you guys remember, Frostpunk was that survival city builder that was much more of a story-based yeah. game than anything else. Uh, and uh, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It was made by the guys that made this war of mine, um, 11-bit studios. Well, they made one more game that we've talked about. 
can't remember it. Uh, and I just I just thought this game was great. It's set in like a twentieth or a nineteenth century steampunk type of world where in the uk Mm -hmm. in the uk and a huge oh was that it yeah children of morta that was the other one where like a huge uh ice age is kind of descended upon the the world and your whole goal is to set up a new build a city around one of the few remaining coal powered um generators generators that's And and so that's that's how the game is, and you're 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 building and keeping your settlement alive as things really try to screw you up and kill your your um your civilians, and then a big storm comes, you survive it, and you win, and it's great. Uh, oh, you just you just survive you just survive, it. and that's it. I had everyone start after that storm the first time <laughs> I played it. I buried a lot of people. Let's just say threw them in the pit. And they got covered in snow. I had to use child labor after that thing. Have to get to. <laughs> uh, we were. We remember. I was a. I was a. It was a ten cent game. Like a religious. <laughs> yeah, I was the religious zealot. Yeah, it was a religious zealot. With I, I was essentially their Tight. god. Yeah. By the end of it, as well, it should be. You're keeping them alive, like any good god. <laughs> and everyone like who didn't like me, uh, they got they, they got, got smoked. <laughs> you smited them like any good god. Perfect. <laughs> Um, so the problem with this game is, as I put it, once you get through the storm, that's kind of it. They had a few expansions that were okay, but geez, did they seem like they took them a long time to do. And it was because, as 11-Bit had laid out, the game, they did not really build it for, uh, modification at all. So there were, so it was hard for them to mod it. They couldn't release it for, like, general game mods and open it up. And then it was hard for them to just do expansions because they were just rebuilding everything from scratch. Uh, and, and it wasn't even like you could do in-game mods where you're like, oh, can I turn up this or make this different or like add this or that? They were very limited on those types of options. So ultimately, um, they, it was just like, that's it. We're done. And then this came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. They did not say it was good. They were not hinting at this. They kept this totally under wraps. I, I didn't even have it. I like. I it wasn't, it wasn't on my even radar. A thought process for no. me. I thought they were done with it. They have been so definitive about being like, nope, that's it. Um, that I've been like, oh, all right, that's okay. I can enjoy it for what it is. But this one, it's a focus on oil instead of coal. It looks like from the trailer, and I'm really hoping, praying, praying, and pleading that this one does have. Um, like mod support. I bet they'll do it a little differently. Yeah, and that they build it in a way that's more durable and sustainable that they can they can have like lots of endgame content because this the trailer seemed just as if not more dark, bleak than very bleak. That's how I always described the game. It's just bleak. So bleak. Because everything's cold and everything's bleak and, and desperate. And the trailer did not change that at all. It wasn't like, no. oh look, there's one plant blooming out of the ground now, a leaf. No. Let's do no, no, it's no. Like everything's worse, this and is... now there's oil, which, as we know, is not really great with humans. Yeah, we we don't do good around oil. No. I don't know what it is. So we get uh, that oil in us, and we get all antsy in our pantsy, crazy, uh, and super cranky, <laughs> it's like freaking catnip. Yeah, it is like catnip for humans. <laughs> Capitalist. We light catnip. it on. Yeah, we light it on fire. We we <laughs> spread it all over our bodies. Um, Wait, I've never done that. Should what? I be doing that? You should try it. You sure. should at least try it yeah. once. Friday. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it tonight. It is Friday, and then you just I got get the, the weekend. Bathtub. I'll figure it out. Uh, Google apparently was contemplating buying some or all of Epic to stop a, quote, contagious. According to court documents, guys, this comes out of the Epic Games versus Apple lawsuit, which is just basically turned into a uh, show us your guts 
lawsuit for every major tech uh, software super corp in in California. I it's guess like, it's like a corporation strip search. Yeah, that, they're and, just and like, all public. right, show it all to us. Yeah, and it's like, like just lining it up. Can we get less people viewing this? Mm-hmm. You're like, shut up, and shut take, up, take it all off and show Empty it to your us. pockets, punk. <laughs> Yeah, and that's exactly what's happening. That's how this feels. Um, yeah, so, and, and Tim Sweeney, uh, the CEO of Epic, was not super appreciative, and apparently this is how he found out the news as well, and he tweeted, this is un- this was unbeknownst to us at the time, and because of the court's protective order, we're just finding out about Google's consideration of buying Epic to shut down our efforts to compete with Google Play. Um I guess good luck to anyone that wants to buy Epic, because Dude, as so Peterson crazy. and I discovered, Epic is 40% owned by Tencent, uh, who bought them Dude, this is for a literal song. This is the Louisiana purchase of video games. It, it absolutely is. Oh, my God. This how much, Trent? The 40% of Epic How much do you think they paid think in 2013 paid? for Epic? 40% of that. sounds stupid right now. No, it's fine. 40% and she has when did Fortnite come out? Exactly. Like, like, like original this Fortnite was like 2017. Right? Yeah, this yeah. is pre-Fortnite for sure. This is Gears of War. I don't know. $2 million. Oh, that's way too low. That's uh, what I'm saying. I don't yeah. know what okay. Epic was in 2013. Well, they paid 300 million. What did they have it doesn't before? matter cuz anything below what they are worth now, which is like anything below 70, they're like deal. 70 billion dollars oh. now. And and uh these uh 10 cent just Nostradamus Tencent paid Dude. $300 million. For 40% Fortnite of makes $300 million in a weekend in Dude, an Ariana Grande concert. For Fortnite? The engine. Okay. Uh, is it unreal that they have? That's why they wanted it. It was oh, their Epic engine. Is, I, okay. Yeah, that's so they wanted their question. engine that's used in so many games, and it is a really, it's a stable game studio, and it was at the time, right? Because they're Epic doing Gears of War. Epic made the Unreal games, too, then? Yeah, huh? Okay. That was their yeah, original yeah, yeah. games. And so, like, okay. they're, then they're super stable, and like, they yeah, have they're, they're Tim Sweeney, studio. who's been, like, at the helm of the studio since the 90s, and I don't know, maybe we'll find out he's a scumbag, but so far we haven't. Mm, good jinx. Cool. Uh, Thanks, JD. He bought a nature reserve preserve and like sad oh great what are they doing front. on the nature preserve <laughs> how, many, how many people are they hunting work. i'm so sorry they hunt people they at hunt the people. <laughs> what else are you gonna do they make them dance record their dance moves and then hunt them they're Fortnite see, style. this is why billionaires suck they're not you even can't... hunting people they like they they like traffic children i'm like kids dude you can't even hunt can't even full hunt adults adult. <laughs> fucking cowards dude. hunt me bitch it's... hunt me jeff bezos I will sharpen a stick and just drive it through your eye. Uh, I'll do something. I'll fuck you up, Jeff Bezos. Uh, <laughs> can you just edit that out? Nope. <laughs> That's what I'm naming the episode instead. Stick in the eye. I'm going to F you up, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. F you up. <laughs> Another thing that came out of this lawsuit um, is that Epic has apparently sunk half a billion dollars into the Epic Game Store and they don't expect to make a profit until 2027. The funny way is in the way in which this was presented was that this was an Epic lawyer who was sandbagging and shit-talking Epic in in an effort to make an argument that EGS in no way competes with the App Store. And it's not even profitable because that's part of Epic. Apple's thing is like... Oh, that's a good argument. Yeah, and they're like, dude, are you kidding me? EGS? That shithole? We just stuff money in it, and it doesn't make us any money, and it'll never make us money? No, that is not competing with the App Store. And Tim Sweeney is like, we pay these lawyers to say that shit? They're like, well, they're lawyers. They're not PR. Yeah. 
He, yeah, he's arguing how bad it is. You <laughs> and know the that... shareholders are like, what the fuck? Stop saying Wait. that. Stop saying that. Please I got to make myself seem like <laughs> I do <laughs> something. It, it's like that hole in the ground in like North Dakota that they tried to burn their garbage in. Yeah. And it's been on fire for like 50 years mm-hmm. now. That's what the EGS is. And he's like, guys. This thing is terrible. It is burning oh, it's the all worst. the time. It sucks. It's just we throw our cash in it and it lights on fire and it's gone. It won't even. We won't be able to throw enough garbage in it into for four or five like, more years. All right, guys, ch- chill out. He's, we, we got we got the message. He's like, no, 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 no. no. You Have you ever understand. had like a bag full of dirty diapers and you slip and it spills? That's like what this is. It's like okay, a thousand people took a dump in a bag and lit it on Epic's doorstep. Tim City is like, no, that that lawyer, that guy is fired. He can't work. He can't there wait anymore. till this case is over because that guy's gone. <laughs> um, this is tiny. I'm not going to linger on this because I, there's not much news. But EA is opening a big, huge expansion office in Vancouver. Uh, yep. So I guess they're expanding in Vancouver. EA's doing well. I wish they wouldn't have closed EA Salt Lake, you big butt Maybe bastards. Where Harry Potter's coming from now. Why don't you just open one here, guys? Um, Look, we'll let you. Vancouver is hella expensive, and... Vancouver? Plus, yeah, it's Vancouver. It's Vancouver. Like, get out of here. Get out of here, downtown. Seattle North. You don't even know you to go downtown Salt Lake. You could go out of, outside of downtown. You Riverton. You got lots of room out A there. A big old building. People will be so happy to have you. They don't even need you in Vancouver. They don't even want you in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, just just stop. Uh <laughs> and then oh, here we go. Um Peterson. What? The new for for Forza, Forza, Forza. Horizon map is out. Mm-hmm. And it looks sick. Dude, is this Panama? Dumb. Is that like where we're at? It's like deserty, but then there's an ocean and yeah, it looks it all I can think it's about an is Isthmus, right? This is going to be fun to drive around in. Oh yeah, it looks so cool. It's on. They just tweeted a, a picture of the map, and just as someone that hasn't played a Forza Horizon game in a minute, I can look at it and be like, "Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I don't want to go to that area." Well, and the fun thing is, you can't like blow your car up. You can just if you can get to a cliff edge and just and drive. jump off it. Why yeah, not? Why and not? if your car flips over, it'll just reset you. You can just rewind. It doesn't matter. No, it's guys. That's the that's one of the funnest things about Forza Horizon is you can just drive around and like I'm gonna jump this thing and you jump it and then your car does a bunch of flips and you laugh. Forza Horizon, yeah, it's sick. It's and there's the, dope music playing the whole time. Oh yeah, you can change game. the radio station. Mm-hmm. There's like you know eight radio stations you can put on one. Dude, guys, if you're not playing Forza Horizon, you gotta play it. It's so good. It's on Game Pass. It's always on Game Pass. So um, number five is gonna be on Game Pass day one for sure. Yeah. Uh, will you do this next one? This is yours, Peterson. About- yes. Oh, man. This is a sad one, and this is a late-coming sad one. Uh, Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario. Aww. He's been the only voice of Mario. Really? Except for in that one movie they made where... <laughs> it was. What's his face? <laughs> what's his face? Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Bob? Where Yoshi was a raptor or whatever. It, it, what's his name? Anyway... Um, no, in, Bob in every game, Charles Martinet has been the voice of Mario. He passed away this week. Charles Martinet, um, he was at one of the cons we were at. Oh, yeah. And I, I talked to him for a minute. Uh, and he was... Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. That's the guy. Charles Martinet was extremely friendly. And 
he would just do the Mario voice for anyone. Mm-hmm. Someone was walking by and they were like, oh, hey, look, Mario, Mario guy. And he did it and he's like, oh, no. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did his like Mario thing. Dude. And uh, what a great guy. What an iconic role that he's had. And he passed away. So I'm interested to see how they fill that. Right, who's gonna be the next Mario? Yeah, so he's been doing it for like Smash Bros. and all that everything. other shit. Then he's doing it for everything. everything. You'd hope that he just records like he's recorded just the I'm whole sure English alphabet so or the whole dictionary. They don't ever need to record anything again. They have yeah. so, it's not like Hopefully. Mario has any real dialogue. No, that's that's I'm just gonna predict, real stoked though, that they're gonna start moving into like Mario's gonna have dialogue and it's gonna be all weird. You'll be like, <laughs> he, yeah, dude, they're gonna have Idris Elba do fucking Mario now too. I am I am aware of the effect I have yeah, on, on princesses, uh, princesses and <laughs> Mario just has this deep seductive voice whenever he's not shouting British <laughs> accent and you're like no and then he has a mushroom and it just turns him into <laughs> Idris Elba dude all of a sudden Mario's all hot yeah you're like, like dang dude, I like Mario oh my god Mario's making me uncomfortable <laughs> um guys JD's sales report okay first of all it's not a thing. And second of all, that is not the sound clip for it. Oh, sorry, I played the wrong. Sales report. That's what we. I played it. I played the wrong one. Let me try this one. JD's sales report. It sounded like a dog at the end of it. Bringing DMX in here, recording sound bits for us. Okay, I'll play that one. JD's sales report. <laughs> Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Y'all gonna make me port these sales, port these sales, port them right now. Well, now it's a bit, and that's our sound clip. So. Port them now. <laughs> we def gotta do a DMX. What is the best DMX song to parody? That one, I think. DMX just died too, didn't he? Oh, what? shit. Did he, like, DMX died. Yeah. He did? We have to yeah. do it to honor DMX. <laughs> On uh, April 9th. <laughs> Everyone give me your saddest bark for DMX. I meant like the listeners, but okay, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hmm. Guys, this has been the best sales report yet. Do you want to just move on? <laughs> <laughs> No games actually came out, so oh, I actually no didn't have any. On the I actually didn't have a sales report this month. I, I just had to play I, the I clip. clicked on the link, and all it is is like a subscribe button. So <laughs> okay, okay, this is the 2021 mobile teardown oh, from yeah, yeah. This analytics provider App Annie. Uh, this is just a couple things I've picked out of here. Mobile games are on track to surpass 120 billion dollars in spending this year, growing 20 percent over 100 billion dollars last year. Uh, one of the big trends here that that they highlighted a bunch of times is that mobile gaming spiked in 2020 with the pandemic, but then it just kept going because the pandemic kept going. Um, thanks, everybody, Wait, for did, doing uh, your work on that. It wasn't in this story. I saw it in a different story. Mobile gaming every day. Mm-hmm. Every day, just mobile games in general. Yeah, one point five billion dollars. Well, yeah, because this is yeah, that's that's definitely within line with this report. Um, yeah, I hate mobile gaming. I'm oh, I don't say, get it. I don't get mobile how- gaming. I feel like is almost entirely responsible for ruining gaming. That's where microtransactions came from. The, yeah, and they're the they're the best slash worst because they're connected to your wallet. So get already. this, my brother, he his mother in law, 
she sits at home all day long, and the only gift she ever wants from anyone is Apple gift iTunes, iTunes gift, gift cards. cards. So she what, can she use play? them for her mobile games. She's just like Gotta Candy Crush candy type crush of stuff. Types. Garbage. Yes, and that's all she ever wants. Oh, just for Christmas, for birthdays, just give me iTunes gift cards. But she's so for she sure can... not a gamer. <laughs> no, she's not a gamer for sure. Uh, Isn't that crazy? Oh my God, no. I, I, like, she I is even the ultimate gamer. Uh, well, the thing is, I'll offer a little bit of explanation because I did. I was in the same boat. I was like, why? How you're on? You're at home with your consoles and with your PC and your big TV. Stuff like Last of Us. Well, it's Last because of Us, you, uh, what's the imposter one? Uh, Among Us. Among, Among Us. us. That. Well, there it's you because go. you can't get those things. You can't get a PS4. You can't or a five or anything. You can't get anything. You can't buy a PC. You can't buy any of these other games. What can you do? Well, you can play on your phone. And so, because of just the sheer uh, like accessibility of it. That's driving a lot of this. Well, what does my wife do while she's watching Gilmore Girls for the third time or something? Plays she phone games. there and plays dumb phone games, yep. right? So you can play these mindless games while you have the TV, while you're actually watching a show or a movie or something. You can do something else. And, I mean, I know I do that, so I don't know. I get it, but wow. I just can't. The money is unfathomable. Oh, Oh yeah, I I mean I don't like spending money in like the big games on my PC that I play. That if I bought a cosmetic item, I could absolutely see it in 4K on a giant screen. <laughs> yeah, let alone just buying some coin or something that is immediately consumed. And and um, I'm like weirdly cheap about it because yes, I'm like, uh, I know I'm I'm gonna stop playing this game in six months. I don't. Need so to I better not spend five dollars. And you're like, that's the only one I ever got sucked into was Hearthstone. And I spent and a that, lot of money I mean, on you that. get those cards and you keep them, and yeah, that's like that understandable. Like at least a collection but Candy kinda. Crush, like, can I tell you anything. what I did on Hearthstone? Hmm. I stole ten dollars. I my pay, my PayPal account was linked to Hearthstone or to my Blizzard or whatever, and I bought ten dollars worth of cards, not knowing that. Um, and my PayPal account had been shut down, and it still went through. And I got it. I got all of it, and I never. My PayPal account wasn't even linked to an active bank account. At the end of this heist, did you walk in slow motion as you put on sunglasses? Dude, you and have, like some dude, music it was so I'm going to tell you a quick side <laughs> horror story. <laughs> because I just got fun, fun admission here. I just got a collections notice from PayPal for $47 from an account that I thought was closed. And <gasps> something got charged for it for $47. Ooh, so I'm And that get... was enough for them to decide that they weren't going to like... And, and I can't log on to my PayPal account to pay it because it's closed. Yeah, I, I don't even know how. Don't and PayPal wouldn't let me pay it to them because I had to wait on like a four-hour hold because, you know, no one's working because of COVID. So you collections for $47. Bucks. Yeah. Awesome. So careful about Great. that $10 I mean, PayPal charge. No, and then I paid... I, sorry, I didn't finish the story. I paid it later. I paid it later. I felt oh, so no, bad. Oh, no. I sent pen, I just sent him a $10 bill. I gave him an extra five just oh in case. Gosh. So speaking of mobile games, also part of my sales report is uh, Zynga. Zynga, uh, which still exists. Uh, apparently, they have transitioned a lot into mobile gaming um, from Facebook, if you guys remember. Their profits, uh, Zynga's profits were up. Quote, only 37% last year versus 63% in 
of the the previous year. They can't use I'm 2020 sorry, a 37% as a benchmark. increase is not like acceptable. Yeah, I know. What the hell? That seems excessive. What's, that seems like, like an really good year over year increase for a mobile gaming company. I 63%, I guess, uh, no, or 100%. Yeah, it's got, like honestly I bet 25% would be a killer year. But with the way things have been going, like you said, people are mobile gaming. Well, they blame this on that, that the pandemic is lifting and that people are gaming less. But this is apparently the worst drop off since Facebook changed their rules back in 2012 uh, and it it limited their offerings. And so like they blamed um, they blamed also recent changes to Apple's iOS platform that, quote, make it harder to track users for the purpose of selling targeted advertising. How dare they? Yeah, I know. Hi, Apple. Do you not know that we're trying to track data so we can deliver ads? You assholes. You our profits were only up thirty five percent. But wait, Apple still tracks for themselves. It's just no one else. Well, yeah, Apple. That's that's our data. That's our that is our smog horde of data. Like, oh, you want it? You got to pay extra for it. We don't know what we're gonna do with it yet, but we we have it. We only went up thirty five percent. The board is pissed. Last year was 60-something percent. Now we're in the 30s? No, it's not enough. They're going to start laying people off because their profits were only up 30-something percent. (laughs) That's how it works. Yeah, well. All right. Kudos. 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 All right, guys. Kudos is our positivity segment where we give a shout out to something that we're enjoying. And in the moment... Uh, this last week, I watched a film on HBO called The Suicide Squad. That's the new one. The new one. Is it called just The Suicide Squad? Yeah, oh, apparently James Gunn proposed it as a joke, and they were like, no, that's fucking hilarious. Because the first one's called Suicide Squad, and, and he's like, why don't we just call it The Suicide Because it's not necessarily a direct sequel or a reboot, so he's like, let's just call it The Suicide Squad. And so they're like, Microsoft the Asylum Done. is so pissed. Oh, oh, The They're Asylum's like, we, that was whatever. our thing. We Asylum's going to release a movie called Suicide, Suicide Squads. Squads. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely just make those plural. That's easy. Or a suicide squad. Yeah. Oh, actually, that would be good. Or like, yeah, okay, a suicide crew, a suicide group. Um, (laughs) uh, That seems like a different thing. Oh, that's actually a completely different movie. Um, That's going to be their first Oscar winner. Uh, The Suicide Squad is actually the first one everyone hated, and I was like, meh, it's fine. I thought it was fine. This one, I'm like, recommending on kudos, because I was like, no, this is solid. It's very watchable. I will give you a, a content warning. It is hyper-violent. Margot um, Robbie's still Harley Quinn in this one, right? Yes, and there are a couple of the characters from the first Suicide Squad, the boomerang guy, um, and, no and then Smith. no Will Smith. Uh, that's kind of an interesting story, but I much prefer Idris Elba to yeah, Will Smith. It, this is the Idris Elba episode. Oh yeah, it is. This is like the whole point of this episode. Guys, should we just talk about Idris Elba? For the should rest we do of an Idris episode? Elba podcast? We guys are we doing one could. right now? <laughs> yeah, episode one of the Elba Files. Uh, we're gonna talk about the it's mountain the between us with Kate Idris Winslet. Oh man, what was the first time you ever like had a little bit of a crush on? When was the first Elba? time you recognized? When was the first Idris time you Elba? didn't. Oh. Oh. Hasn't happened yet. Yeah. (laughs) What's the longest time you've you've left an Idris Elba movie paused on Idris Elba? (laughs) 
still paused. I have a TV in my it's house. My background. It's just Screen. like Does my Idris TV. People are like, is that a framed picture no. of Idris Elba? And you're like, nope, that's a <laughs> TV. Annie and I started watching that when we moved into this house, and we thought it was such a great shot. It's one of those digital really picture shot. frames. It's just burned in. And you only put Idris Elba in it. You can turn the TV off, and it stays. <laughs> it's burned in at this point. <laughs> In fact, we just—I just framed a picture and just put it on there now. Uh, it's just easier put that a frame way around the TV. Um, yeah, so check out the Suicide Squad with Idris Elba, featuring featuring Idris Elba. He's way good. <laughs> uh, I, it, does anyone else have any kudos? I just have a real quick one, and this is—you uh, know—I don't like it when we do too many of these kudos, but I got to give it to Trent. Trent gives gets some. Kudos oh man, I love because these he kudos. Edited last week, so we recorded our little parody song, which we had so much fun with, starring Trent. And he, Seriously. I gave him the files, and he edited it and made it so much better. Thanks, uh, I think he even re-recorded some of his. I did one of them because it bugged. Yeah, I think uh, you two and your post-production <laughs> hey, obsessions. I'm in. I'm in for that. Oh my god, I love it. Yes. But I, I got the sound file from Trent, and I was like, "This is so much like, better." This doesn't sound the same. And yeah, so different. Trent killed it. That whole thing was just a joy to record, that was so fun to write. Uh, and then to put on the episode, so kudos to Trent for editing that because it was it was amazing. I Thanks, loved dude. it. I appreciate it. Dear Game Devs, it's been nearly a fortnight since I last wrote. Mother is well and much has changed back on the farm, but I have just one request of you. All right, Dear Game Devs is a segment where we ask game developers to do something for us. Reasonable requests, generally. Yeah, just do it. Uh, this one is, dear game devs, make these ninety games, these nineties games, into a movie because Sonic the Hedgehog uh, was so successful that they were able to do a sequel, like immediately. Immedi- there was no hesitation Maybe. on this. No, what? Do we know that there's a sequel? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I that was like we were joking, but there's so they. Oh, I really didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is a sequel. I was really hoping. I'm that actually, it was just yeah. A troll. I wish it was. Oh. That is great. That Trent lived for at least thirty minutes oh, of his life thinking Idris Elba was like a brilliant, hilarious internet video troll. game internet troll. Oh my god, could he get cooler? Nope. Um. Yeah, but anyway, so they were. Yes, a- he has a British accent. They're giving him a Sonic sequel. <laughs> uh. Anyway, so we're like, what other 90s games that are like people are sleeping on? What are we sleeping on here? Yeah, what are we missing? Uh, I have one that I think is crazy. I'm just going to say it outright because I can't wait. Uh, Zelda, how has there never been a good, even live action or whatever uh, Zelda movie? Shitty cartoon. Yeah, there's like a shit cartoon. And I, I just keep thinking, like, the whole point of Zelda. And the thing that's so beautiful about it is it's the same story over and over. It's the hero's story. The same castle. The same hero. The same princess. The same, same bad, guy. bad guy. And then it's just like they retell that over and over again. I think it is like one of the coolest storytelling uh, motifs in all of video games. Zelda does this. And then people are like, oh, we try to piece together the timeline of this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, I prefer to look at these as all individual stories that are being told by like a like a a community of people that are used to the same story and they're retelling it over and over. So for a film that lends itself perfectly for a film, right? Because you, you don't have to have it. We're making a skyward sword movie. We're making a Ocarina. We're making a Zelda and it's going to be whatever you want. So it doesn't have fans that are like, ah, you did it wrong. or You didn't do that. 
you tell it as your own story. I think it's crazy that who, we who haven't. Plays, who plays Link? Who plays Zelda? Who plays, you mean Zelda? <laughs> who plays Zelda? Orlando Bloom plays Zelda <laughs> as Legolas. Is he still around? Is, when's the last time he was in a movie? I don't know. He's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's been like okay, he spent his his like twenties being like hot as hell in a bunch he's of movies, still hot and as then hell. he just. Oh no, I'm not saying. Oh, he's in Carnival Row. Oh, oh it's yeah, a, that TV show. Yeah, did that, you watch on that? Amazon or whatever? I think I gave that kudos at one point. I, I watched mean, a bit of it. He's still hot as hell, but he's not. It. He's not like twenty year old Bloom. He's not Legolas he, he needs anymore. To be blonde. He needs to uh, be a blonde he elf to have. Yeah. Wait, do I like elves? A little bit. Everyone does. Yes. Yeah, we're all kind of into elves. What about Idris Elfsba? Idris Elfba. Yeah. Uh, yes, please. Uh, where do I sign up for that? Okay. Yep. Well, um, I, mean, I gotta make. Well, it, I'll, I'll send him a tweet. I'll <laughs> read it, dude. Are you gonna be Zelda? <laughs> That's it, dude. Don't... I heard on Twitter you were gonna be Zelda. <laughs> you posted that picture. <laughs> what are What are some '90s games you guys want to see made uh, in films? How generous can we be on '90s? Can like tail end of the '80s count? Yeah, oh, oh, sure. that would be even better. So I got kind of an interesting one. I think Altered Beast. Did you ever play Altered Beast oh, yeah. on of Sega course, Genesis? On Sega. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could be such a fun, like, even even if they gave it kind of like a kaiju spin or something where, like, Ooh. you've got this guy, right? And as the levels progress, he gets progressively stronger, and then he gets these power-ups where he turns into big monsters, mm-hmm. right? So he can turn into like a dragon or a bear or a tiger. Yeah. It'd be so dope to just have this guy kind of similar to like Pacific Rim, but instead of being in a robot, he just turns into a giant monster like to take down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking Hulk, but Kaiju Hulk. But, Hulk. And he turns into different monsters depending uh, on what he's fighting. So it's not like he can just turn into one. That sounds like an anime. I would watch that it as an anime. Like an anime. I would. That would be yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick. Well, let's see. The Saiyans in uh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z, when they had tails, they turned into giant uh, gorilla things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what so... I'm saying. I think this would be a good-ass anime. Yeah, yeah Altered Beast, uh... the anime. That'd be tight. Oh, shit. Okay, so uh, bear with me on this one. Have you guys seen The Last Starfighter? Yeah. Do you know, Have you seen that? I love no. The Last Starfighter. Okay, so The Last Starfighter, the premise is... You have to understand the premise to understand where I'm going. The premise is there's this guy who lives in a trailer park, right? Right. And he's, like, good at this arcade game. And it's a spaceship arcade game. He's really good at it. Mm -hmm. And then the aliens come down, and they're like, this was a test. You're the best one, and we need you to be our pilot that's going to save the universe. And he's Kind of like Ender's Game. Yeah, and he comes comes in, (laughs) and he's a pilot. Yeah. That's what this is, but with Tetris. Oh. Okay, so I want. They literally made this movie no, 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 with no. Adam Sandler and David Spade. No, no, Are not you that. kidding not me? That. No, 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 that, no, no, that 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 video game movie. Oh, 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 yeah. No, but yeah, I want I it to be Pixel. You're I describing this, this movie in detail. I want it to be this guy who's really good at putting stuff together in like moving boxes. You know, he's like a mover. I and he's like, say put... the reverse. He was like way good at Tetris. Then no, he he's got hired as a professional mover. <laughs> yes. And yes, the movers. No, and then the aliens come down and they're like, we need you to defeat. We need you to defeat the aliens. And the only way you can get past their shields is by fitting thin these pieces into it. Here's the plot description Okay, of Pixels. When aliens intercept video feeds of classic arcade games and misinterpret them, misinterpret them as a declaration of war, they attack Earth using the games as models. Knowing that he must employ a similar strategy, President Will Cooper, played by Kevin James, recruits Mm-mm. his childhood pal, 
former video game champ and Holmes theater installer Sam Brenner, played by Adam Sandler, okay, so I want... to lead the t- team of old school arcade players and a military specialist in an all out battle to save okay, the planet. Okay, so I want this, but not comedy. I don't want Adam Sandler and Kevin James. <laughs> you want a dead serious Tetris game? No, 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 no. no. I want, want yeah. who? Who was the? Who was like the Who's... the '80s actor who was in everything? Kevin Costner. No, no, no. Young Steven, guy. Steven Seagal. No, young guy. Van Damme. Uh, who's like that super Christian guy now? Kurt Russell. Like Just Googling 80s oh. heartthrobs. <laughs> yeah. um, Kurt. Uh, Jim Caviezel. <laughs> Kurt Russell. He's Ooh, a nutter. Kurt Russell. Um, no, we did, we need one of those young guys who was like hot in the Patrick 80s. Swayze. Dude. <laughs> he, no, he's too. Kevin, he's did dead. someone say Kevin Costner already? Yeah. Damn it. Uh, that was mine. Yeah, that's what we need. And so th- this has to be a serious movie. Like Last Starfighter was not a comedy. Yeah, it's I like, don't want this to be a, a jokey. So jokey. it's like so it's like Waterworld, but with Tetris. <laughs> so like <laughs> you, so you like Al Pacino. A full Al, yeah. Al Pacino is like a pro Tetris player. <laughs> oh my god! Because <laughs> you're thinking too old. We need a younger guy. Dude, these are all eighties actors. A teenage guy. Oh, uh, oh, teenage actors from the 80s. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the world has been flooded by Tetris pieces, and only one man can swim through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my... That's River my... Phoenix. River Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, my god. tight. Um, what about this? What about Duke Nukem with... with Because, okay, so the whole problem with Duke Nukem, and when they made the latest one, uh, Duke Nukem Forever... And everyone is like, oh, actually, Duke Nukem is super untasteful. You're like, ugh, that's gross. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't actually want that. But I feel like there's a good, there's a way to actually do it tongue in cheek. If you watched, I mean, the Suicide Squad with John Cena's character in that, I feel like I would just want John Cena to play basically kind of that guy, but Duke Nukem. John Cena playing a Duke Nukem that's not like a complete. I mean, you could, that's the thing is you could. Like have you him still be the dirtbag um, that just loves like I don't know. I feel like you could do Duke Nukem's whole shtick, which is just like arrogant, relentless killing of all these bad guys with like no fear or like concept of fear without mm-hmm. seeming sarcastic. Yeah, like how you could do a Duke. But if you if you I guess what I'm saying is if you pulled off a Duke Nukem movie, it could be. Amazing. Ninety nine percent of the time, though, you're gonna fuck it up. Oh yeah, this it's not gonna be, be good. Easy to mess up, but so if easy. you did it right, you know what? You can't take itself seriously. Mm-mm. It has to be like a yeah. You, you're gonna need what's like that a... movie with Idris Elba in it. <laughs> um, um, the the Fast and the Furious one. Yeah, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. It needs to be Hobbs and Shaw esque. Like the action needs to be so over the top and ridiculous that you can't help but like it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think, I think it could be done. Um, I think it would be cool to do it with, I think, I, I just think John Cena is the fit. He's the fit. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any more? I, I kind of had one, but it would have to be like a series of movies. It can, I, I want to see a, a like well done Mega Man series, Oof. kind of like, uh, what's the RoboCop ish, right? Mm-hmm. But like he gets <laughs> upgrades from Dr. Yeah, what was the what's the good doc Doctor Wiley? No, that's the bad doc. But anyway, he gets like his X upgrades where he gets like different guns as the series progresses, and each movie can have different. So like, like James Bond meets Iron James Man. James Bond, but like the villains are 
big yeah. monsters. Because he yeah. upgrades his yeah, yeah. suit yeah. That's all like the probably time. Good. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Bond meets Iron Man. Yeah. But he is he a kid? Because isn't isn't uh... he is? In yeah. The cartoon, he's, yeah. Is that he why he's called Mega Kid? Yeah, but no, Idiot. in the cart in the but in he's, the, he's so mega man, there not mega a, boy. He's there like was an animated cart. That's not why they call him mega. Hey, you know what? He could be a man child, maybe <laughs> little man child. That's what they mega call man it. Child. So mega man this, child. Is this a full grown? Is Mega Man a full grown adult male? Yes. that has little man syndrome. Like so he calls himself Mega Man. No, he just has ter- <laughs> no. He just has terrible posture because he stands like this all the time. Uh, he's at least a. He stands in a way that he is at least a okay. foot or two shorter than Played his actual by Kevin stated Hart. height. Yes, Kevin he's always in a superhero <laughs> landing pose. Yeah, always permanently, just like ready, oh, like this. I of get, course, people think I he's short. I thought it was a kid. You guys, I thought it was a kid the whole time. No, it's just a guy crouching. It's like a Kevin Hart. It's How a Kevin Hart old crouching is guy. Mega Man? He's old. Thirty-four. See, I, I'm, I, that was what I guessed. Like two it's seconds. Ago. Kevin yeah. Hart. I said you guys, thirty-four. Yeah. Kevin Hart is Mega Man. I'm so there we sorry. Go. I didn't know. Okay. Because I mean, Kevin Hart's like four I mean, feet to tall. To be fair, right? thirty-four is when the Mega Man series was released. I mean, I don't know why it says he's thirty-four. Why don't we just have Frodo do it? He has a name, John Aston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. It. What, what are you, what, guys, my brain is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Pause the episode. Everybody, shut Who up. Who is Elijah B- B- Woods? Elijah Baggins. I what? listen. I like Trent, but I want to punch him in the face. So <laughs> Peterson bad. is legit shaking Elijah right Baggins. now. I'm shaking. What and was his name? Myself. Elijah Wood. It was Elijah plays Wood. Plays Frodo. Okay, and then Sean Aston plays Gandalf. Is that yeah, Chunk no, from the Goonies? I don't know who Sean Astin is. He's Sean Astin Chunk is from the Goonies. Oh, Rudy? Rudy plays Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're saying. Guys, guys, what if they just never made Half-Life 3? They just made it a movie. <laughs> okay. That would be the... That's what I'm proposing. Because they've no. said, they're like, we can't make Half-Life 3 because well, we just have built it up too much in our heads and we can't make a game that would fulfill that. But I'm like, just go tell the story. Make a Half-Life movie. Make it 3. Make it good. No, here's the thing. They need to pull a wizard. The, you know, remember the movie The Wizard? Mm. Yeah. With the power glove. So they make a Half-Life 1 and a Half-Life 2 movie. Okay. And then Half-Life 3, surprise announcement, and the game comes out at, at the, the same s- time. So we as will the first movie. see what Half-Life 3 will be in the movie. The movie is a big ad for Half-Life 3. Yeah. And then we get And the when game. you're sitting and then in the, the theater, credit scene is like you can go home and download Half-Life 3. Yes. Now. No, when you sit down in the theater, you find yourself actually being sucked into the screen where you play the game in a, in an alternate reality. Uh, oh. And then Steam or Valve is like, "Hey, we finally made Half-Life 3. Oh, so Facebook is making yeah, Half-Life 3. Yeah, they're making 3 Half-Life 3. Because that's what they would do. Yeah, like, right. Like, how can we get these people out of their real lives and into Facebook? Uh, and then you're being chased constantly by, by just ads that wrap themselves around your face like the face huggers from Alien. That's the Facebook game. Well, there are face huggers the only in one. Half-Life. They're ad face huggers. that yeah. jump on you. Exactly. It's the ad same. face huggers. Yeah, but they all have ads on their little sucker holes now. Because... <laughs> uh, Okay, let's, let's like, tattoo him onto your retina. <laughs> you're a sucker hole. Yeah, you're a sucker hole. Oh my god, the first impression rose. Oh my god, the first impression rose. Peterson, do you have a first impression rose? Yes. So I have spent some time with a new game. And actually, this was a uh, a blind date of sorts. One of our listeners, who I guess I should give some kudos to, Silverthorn who a just wonderful listener gave me a copy for the beta of Back for Blood. 
Oh. So back nice. for Blood and I, we've been spending a little time together. And this is, if you're unfamiliar, Back for Blood is essentially Left for Dead 3. Mm-hmm. I mean, not essentially. It is yes. Left for Dead 3. They even right. have the four is a four. Is oh, a my number God. Four. Studio. Same people. The name oh. seems to be like same, a joke. It was like the same people who this made This is like Left the Suicide Squad. It's the same naming. No, because they left and now they're back. No, I know, but I mean, just the having yeah. a troll name. Yep. Oh, absolutely. It's the same game. Four-player, co-op, you run through missions, and there's hordes of zombies. It is, like, this is absolutely Left 4 Dead 3. Mm. It's the, if you were, if they made Left 4 Dead 3, this is exactly what it would be. There is nothing, I would say, like, Still first person, kind of feels the same. Ab- absolutely. First person running through, big okay. zombies, normal zombies. Okay. Monsters, you know, that run through, and you've got this mission, and you're picking up. You go to a, it's the same. You go to a safe room that's like in between the missions where you can chill, and you pick up your they, weapons and stuff. Didn't even try to do any mixing up at all. No, it's like the same thing. I will say, it, do you think it's like a chivalry situation where the people that are into it are like, we do not want you to change it. Let's just remake just this game, make but again. make it a little better. Okay, I can respect that because no. that has been a weird thing for me with Shiv when I'm like, oh no, this is the same game I played seven years ago. Great. I still want it. Perfect. And, and no, and so the audience for Left 4 Dead is so passionate about it. Yeah. They will love this. And I know people That's who awesome. have loved it. One of my one of my buddies that I play with, uh Nick, he plays it quite a bit. I see him playing all the time. Oh, Since sick. he got into the beta, he's been playing it nonstop. He loves it so much. Do you think he plays with a crew or just solo? He's been and playing he... by himself. I played with him a couple times. Do can you uh cue into like a group? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. when you, you can queue have... in, it just crews you into like a group of people. Oh, so you're never just playing solo, or Sometimes you can. Sometimes it'll you throw a bot in. Oh, okay, and the bots are so bad. I mean, they'll definitely like fix the bots as they go because there's like certain times when you're like, okay, they're like, don't disturb this group of birds or the zombies. And the bots like, come, what birds? And the bots like run straight through the birds Wasn't like that a yeah. dog. Left Dead was too. Didn't you have computer players with yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you could, but most of the time I play, I don't have a bot unless someone leaves. Uh, so this game is exactly that you run through missions. I mean, it's exactly the graphics It's graphics upgrades. Mm -hmm. There is, uh, there is like a base before each mission where you can go unlock because there's a card system, which I think is a little bit different. Those are like perks that you unlock. Well, you play games, you unlock this currency, and then you can buy these different cards, which are like different perks that you can throw into your quote-unquote deck. Mm-hmm. And then as you go through the mission, you'll pick up some of these perks. It'll be like reload a little faster or uh, you know, your melee is better and that sort of thing. So you pick up these perks as you go. Um, so you could, there's stuff to unlock. You can unlock weapons that you okay. can use. And what I will say, one of the things they did fantastic is there are so many weapons in this game. Yeah, that's what bugged me about the la- about Left 4 Dead. Is it yeah. was just a handful. There was like a, there was two like machine a guns, guns, two shotguns. Dude, the amount of guns in this game it's it's like a it's like a freaking Borderlands game. There are when you go into the, like the test mode where you can try out all the different mm-hmm. weapons. The table is like a full U shape. Oh my god, full it's like the guns. Matrix. Yes, there are yes! so many guns. And that I was like, oh my god! I love that. This is a lot of guns. 
and they'll and then you can put like different attachments on the guns what? as you go, which is kind of cool. That's sick. So, it, like I said, so it's it does a, sound like they've made some market improvements. Yes, it, but it is but nothing the to same change the formula gameplay, though. Just. Yeah, yeah. core okay. gameplay is exactly the same. They've just added some stuff to where they could add microtransactions to Glark. the game. I think there's going to be in there. Clark. So what I will say, am I going to give this game my first impression, Rose? I'm not. And here's why. I don't love these types of games. I like them. Yep. I don't love them. I don't love love them. No. But this game and, and the biggest thing it has going against it is it is a full price game. Guys, it is Left 4 Dead 3 and it's a $60 game. That's what I didn't like about the Left 4 Dead games. They were too expensive for what they were. This should it's not, four levels. This should not no be. No story. Z- limited voice acting. Yep. Like, what am I paying for? And yep. you're paying for microtransactions? And, and there, are, there are microtransactions. And so that's the biggest detriment, I'd say, to this game. Because if this was a $30 to $40 game, mm-hmm. 100%, I'd buy it just to play it with my friends. Yeah. But sixty dollars? I don't much, know if any of us are going to buy. No. It. How much is Shiv? Shiv two is forty, right? Shiv was fifth forty. Yeah, that's like so most yeah. multiplayer. Yeah, that's because I was just thinking 40. like, oh well, I love Shiv, and maybe I'd pay sixty. But no, that would be no, if, no, no. if Shiv was sixty, I'd be like, whoa, I feel like this is that's too much. Yeah. This game is not that much. At forty, it's still I'm like, but okay, yeah. But I'm having enough fun where I'm, I'm okay, like, okay, I'm I can that. justify it. But yeah, that is <clears throat> sixty is steep. so it's a full priced game. Uh, if now I, I, I don't doubt that the huge, the fans of this are going to love it. Yeah. That's what's going to pay full price and they will play it for 10,000 hours. They wouldn't have formed, these dudes wouldn't have formed a studio exclusively to make a sequel to this game if they didn't know it was going to make them a mint. They're, they're playing to their base. And, and like, let me be fair. The gameplay is very good. Oh yeah. It is very good. Very solid. The guns felt good. Everything was fun and this is just not, not my your type flavor of game. I'll play it. Like if people are playing it, like Left 4 Dead, mm-hmm. we had a little stint a year ago where my buddies were like, "Let's play some of the some of the maps because there are tons of maps that people have made. Oh, that's and game cool. modes that people have made. Let's play some of those." And so we were doing that, and that was fun. But I still have probably eight hours in Left 4 Dead Two. Yeah, right. And uh, so this game, I loved my experience playing it. I had a blast when I played it with Nick. Would I buy it for sixty dollars? A thousand percent, I will not. Yeah. Uh, would I buy it for forty? If all my whole, if all the guys I game with were yeah. buying it, I would buy it. I would watch it on Game Pass. I just hope it goes on Game Pass. Ah man, that'd be tight. It's a great Game Pass game. Yeah. So, anyways, it's not getting my first impression, Rose. But that does not mean it's not a great game for what it is. If this you love does sound like Dead, The Bachelor a lot. Yeah. Like you're, you're telling the you're like I you're Listen, gonna find a good you'll find somebody. You're, you're great for your fans. You're not for like, me. Your fans are gonna love you. Unfortunately, I think you're fucking ugly. We had a great time. Yeah, you're we just not my time, you're not my type because you're you know, not my you're not my game. I think you're unattractive. <laughs> but really, <laughs> great game, not for me. But I know people are obsessed with it. This is a good game. If you like Left 4 Dead, a thousand percent, you need to play this. Sick. Destiny. I played this one and I was like, can we get one that's just like a pathetic pan, like a flute, like someone playing a recorder? It's like, 
yes, I'll bring the recorder next yeah, week. Yeah, bring a recorder There's next so week. Many. Oh, sick, you do? Oh, because you have a bunch of kids. kids. That's, the first, that's the first instrument you play. Yeah, bring, bring a recorder. We'll make one for when I have to ask for a mulligan. I was on vacation this week, which turned into a working vacation. I really liked that. Not. Sounds fun. Yeah, just Hope love. you used your PTO at least. Oh, yeah, no, you get PTO? Yeah, that'd be <laughs> What's tight. That? What's that? Yeah, Trent, Trent's like, gets it. <laughs> Trent gets it. Um, so, no, I will be playing. Uh, I'll play some Desperados and have a review for us uh, next week. It's so it sick. Hit so it hits so hard. Guys, that does it for us this week to play us out. We have the uh, main menu theme from Back for Blood, which kind of slaps, man. It is good. No, I, I mean, the sound and everything's good in it. It's just the game, right? Yeah, it's just not your flavor. That's fine. Um, guys, if you're still listening, you're one of our listeners that we love so much. And so we're asking you specifically this question. Guys, we need listener questions. We're doing listener questions, not next week, but the week after. Uh, so if you've got them, drop them on Discord, Twitter, Facebook. Send us an email. Jump on 3BigGamerShow.com. Leave us a voicemail. We do not care. We haven't done a listener question in a minute, and we just love hearing from you folks. Uh, so make sure to jump out and say what up. All right. I'm JD signing off. This is Peterson going to AFK. This is Trent signing out. Peterson Productions. Oh, yeah. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. What's up, guys? So I wasn't planning on doing another podcast on Podbean since they fucked over Dr. Tenpenny, but by removing her podcast, and apparently her podcast has been removed everywhere. But I thought I'd bring this to your attention, because I heard Dr. Lee Mira bring this up in a podcast recently, and she said, the One World Trade Center looks like a COVID vaccine. You know, the One World Trade Center was a building that was built to replace the Twin Towers that went down on 9-11. Now, this is really interesting to me, okay, because this is symbology, right? Hidden in plain sight, this is what the elites love to do. This kind of reminded me, the only time that this really stood out to me before was, uh, you know, them using their symbology like this, and I'm sure it's all over the place, I'm just not realizing it, but after the U.S. election, you know, we know it was rigged, right? Apparently, uh, there's a, a bomb went off. I covered this at the time on my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel got deleted eventually. But a bomb went off at the AT&T building in Nashville, and that building looked like the Owl God Moloch. You could just look at the building. It looks like an owl. Okay? So these elites like to tell us what they're doing through symbology. 
And then when you research the One World Trade Center, and it's an interesting name, right? One World Trade Center, like One World Government. The guy that, the architect behind this, his name's David Childs. And he has connections to the Department of Defense. He was on this board, a board of 12 members. The National Capital Planning Commission, it's called. It's a, there's 12 members. And so now i got to do more research because 12 members, that's an interesting number, don't you think? Because I've heard about the Majestic 12. Boom. Now just go research that. And I heard about the Majestic 12 in video games, right? Where did I hear that? What game was that? Was it Deus Ex, the first one? And, and if, you re, if you look at that game, I think it was Deus Ex. The Majestic 12 was brought up. And there's a storyline involving a virus and vaccines. And that game was made in like 1999 I believe I'd have to go back and look so you guys can research the Majestic 12 there's connections to like UFOs and aliens as well and one world government and all that kind of stuff and uh, that's a really mind blowing shit and then you know you know about the Fallout games the Fallout Bible so uh, that was written in the early 2000s so it seems like the the one world order the 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 elites at the top there's a, in the in the department of defense they like to tell us through symbology through our through hollywood through our video games right and it's interesting because we know 911 in my opinion i don't know for sure but i've seen documentaries on this and for a long time i didn't believe it but i believe strongly now that 9-11, because I, you know, when I was younger, I always thought of the U.S. as, you know, they're the good guys. You know, they could never do something that terrible. But, yeah, a lot of great people, people in the U.S., but the people running the show at the top, they're fucking evil. And they literally brought down the Twin Towers with thermite, the buildings that were just kind of like a stage, right? It really was brought down by thermite. And there's demolition experts that said that and architects that said that. There's whole documentaries I've, I've watched on that. And so they brought that building down. Why did they bring that down? Well, well, at least one reason they brought that down was to push mass surveillance, right? On not just extreme jihadis and terrorists, but on the public and the world, right? And now they're using COVID-19 as an excuse to push out these vaccines that aren't even vaccines. Vaccines that have potentially an RFID chip in it to track you like cattle, right? Like a sheep, so the people taking the vaccine are literally a sheep. We always make fun of them. Oh, you're a sheep. But they are sheep because they can be tractable like one right now. You know, everyone says, oh, who cares? You have your phone? Yeah, but I can put my fucking phone down now. Like, I, I can go. I don't need my phone. At least I have that option. Now, you don't have an option because there's going to be a chip in you all the time to track everywhere you go. And we know about the nanotechnology. Potentially, this technology exists. We know this. We heard about that French doctor talking about in that one video. I forget his name now. And he said about magnetic crystals that can get into your brain and control you with low-frequency waves. And now, like I did research on it, and this technology exists. It's like little fat bubbles that have been magnetized that can carry drug cargo. And they can be controlled with 
I believe, like with 5G towers. I believe that, and you know, that sounds crazy. I know for some of you that might be hard to believe. And it's still, like, it's still hard for me to believe, but I, I think it's not that, the more you think about it, it makes sense that they could do it, right? And there's all this other shit that's in the vaccines that I'm hearing about now too, right? But so they can, there's these magnetic micro robots the size of a cell that have been magnetized that can be sent to your brain and get through the blood-brain barrier because of the polyethylene glycol in it apparently. And maybe I'm wrong on this. Maybe I'm not understanding 100% correctly. But you understand, for the most part, what I'm saying, right? Even if I'm getting the science wrong behind it or even if I'm explaining it wrong. Essentially, the, the U.S. government, right, the people at the top, the Majestic 12, right, the Department of Defense, who I think helped design this nanotechnology, right? They have something to do with it. The luciferous in it, which is a bioluminescence, all this crazy shit. But they can send these little, they can say they can send these little fat bubbles, these magnetic micro robots, the size of a cell, to your to your brain, then gets through the blood brain barrier because the polyethylene glycol in it, which some people die from because of the allergic reaction some people have to it. But it can be sent to your brain to release drug cargo. And potentially control you with low frequency waves sent from a 5G tower. And that sounds insane. And when the mainstream media and people that don't want to listen to conspiracy theories, you know, they think, oh, it's crazy. That's not possible. And I can understand their perspective because it is a pretty insane that they would do that and not tell anybody and think that that wouldn't get out to the public. But it has gotten out to the public now. But people won't believe us. You know, the far lefties, even people on the right might not believe it completely because it is kind of insane. But in my opinion, the fact that the One World Trade Center looks like a fucking COVID vaccine, just look at it. That's more evidence that this is, that this is what's going on. That's what this whole pandemic has been about. We know they financed the Wuhan lab, right? So the Majestic 12... I'm going to do more research into the Majestic 12, right? I, they, I know they have connections, one world government. They have connections to UFOs and aliens, I believe, as well, right? So I heard something to do with, I heard there's a leaked video of somebody in the Army. Um, he said that they have, they interact. I think that's the group that actually interacts with the aliens. If there are aliens, if you want to believe in that, maybe not. Maybe you think that's bullshit. But apparently that's the group that meets with aliens, right? They meet with the potentially the, I don't know what group of aliens, the, the tall whites. I think they may, I think they meet up with, I think they're the tall white, they meet with the tall whites or maybe they're reptilians themselves. I don't know. That would make sense because we know Phil Schneider said years and years ago that the alien agenda is to depopulate the world by 2029. So it would make sense. The Majestic 12 are actually reptilians themselves. They're aliens, potentially, or they're interacting with aliens that, and they had came to some sort of an agreement. Yeah, we're going to depopulate the world by 2029, right? The alien takeover, and we're going to do it through vaccines, and we're going to show you with our symbology by making the One World Trade Center look like a, va- look like a vaccine. That's their symbology. So we know what's going on now here. And this sounds insane to some people. I understand that. I get that. But I'm telling you, this is what's going on, in my opinion. That's how I view it right now. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you guys think? You know, if you want to believe that or not, you have to admit 
The One World Trade Center looks like a COVID vaccine. Looks look at it. Looks like a syringe. Look at that. That's mind blowing stuff, isn't it? Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.